Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. 69, dudes. Forever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go. Live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mush, and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Why? Thank you, Brent Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. A joyous affair around here because we have so much to celebrate. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, yeah, I guess. <sighs> Who was it? Somebody in the chat room already said we were look, looking forward to a little uh, escape or a break or something uplifting. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll be there. Eventually. Uh, but the CF yeah. fans mailbag is definitely not, though. I will tell you that, though, uh, that we're, we're down pretty bad, Raider Nation. But, hey, we'll hang in there. We're going to get through this all this together. Yeah. Everything's going right. to be fine. We've got well, each other. That's right. Because as long as we got each other, it was like, <laughs> is that family ties? As long as we've got. Yes, it's family ties. Family ties. No, growing pains. Growing pains. That's it. That's right. <laughs> you and me, Swag Jeff, we're going to be <laughs> the luckiest people sharing <laughs> our laughter and love. love. <laughs> nice. Wow. Good job, Swag, Michelle. show me that smile again. <laughs> that, was, that was great. That was great. <laughs> oh, don't waste another minute on your problems. That's right. <laughs> we're going near the end. Okay, so here we go. Uh, appreciate you joining us tonight for episode number. Uh, what number am I thinking of right now? 69, dudes. <laughs> episode number 269. Yeah, Raiders fan radio. Uh, uh, Strange uh, things are afoot in the uh, circle. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh my God. Are we already chuck full of Bill and Ted references tonight. Uh, now, is why that not? This thing is going. Why not? Let's go get that gnarly old That's goat dude. Stuff. Um, all right, so appreciate you joining us for episode number 269 of Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, we appreciate all of you, all of those of you that are uh, on the YouTubes. Loki Raider is in there. Aaron and Q-Dog Raider. Uh, Mojo is in there. Daniel Mangus. Paul Edgerton. Uh, Aaron and Q-Dog Raider, of course, the $25 donation yeah, in there. And man. he says 25 for greetings. Two 25. Five. Oh. <laughs> 
Appreciate you, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. Very kind, my friend. Uh, Ron the Materator is in there, or as they call him on Silver and Black today, the Mad Orator. Oh, um, Mad Orator. Uh, yeah. That's right. Um, let's see. Uh, who else we got in there? Uh, I Matthew, mentioned Matthew Mangus is in there. Jesus Alvarez is in there. Appreciate you. Uh, Raider Gears and Threads, that's our buddy Jay. Your wife Chris is in there, Swago. Well, yeah. Trinidad's in there. Chronicles of the Black Hole Daniel is in there. Duke City Raider, what's up, Martine? Uh, Unholy Raider, that's our buddy Frankie Mosqueda. Uh, Lalo Meloso is in there, man. Uh, Tider uh, Raider, Tyrone Graves. Bam Raider, what's up, Bam Raider? Bam. President of Music City Raider Nation. Uh, we appreciate all of you so very, very much. Uh, JB as well. Uh, everybody joining us live on the chat. And uh, if you are... Uh, uh, keen to want to see this show on the YouTubes. You can watch us every week at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern here on the YouTubes. That is youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. And while you're there, do us a favor. Hit the like. Don't, I'm not going to tell you what to hit that other thing because we don't want them to go Just down. press the damn button, nerd. Wait. Just keep them going up. And so hit the buttons for sure. And uh, we appreciate you. And if you're listening to us on the YouTubes and you also want to check us out on the audio version of the podcast where you can find this show, the flagship show is Raiders Fan Radio. But also we have another great show on the network called yeah. Flashback uh, with our silver and black flashback with our good buddy, author Rich Schmelter. And so appreciate Rich's contribution. He's always got great shows here on the network. And you can only find that on the audio podcast. So you can find our podcast just by searching Raiders Fan Radio on any podcast service. Uh, just search it up there on the Spotify, on the Stitchers, uh, on the Apple, on the Googles, on the who else am I missing? America, go to the YouTube right now. Well, you can't find that show on the YouTube. Okay. I just wanted to hit the button. Oh, there you go. Well, hey, <laughs> hey, hit it, man. I didn't hit that uh, button. Pandora. Hit America, on, go to the YouTube right now. We're on Pandora. You can find us on the Pandora. You can ask America, me. go to the Pandora right now. <laughs> America, go to your Alexa or other internet connected device. <laughs> Yeah, you can, any of those things, uh, you can just say, hey, Alexa, hey, Echo, hey, I'm really messing up your house now if you got them on. Uh, <laughs> hey, Google, play Raiders Fan Radio, uh, and, and they will do that. So appreciate you all very much. Okay, as again, as again, again, I, I mentioned this is uh, episode number 269. Oh, no, but wait, I'm, I'm, I'm already trying to get into the bits, and I haven't even introduced my co-host yet. Yeah, why don't we hear at the top of the show? Tell me to take a damn breath, Swag Jeff. More of us and less of you is a good thing, man, dude. dude. So let me go ahead and turn it over to my best friend and yours, the man that adorns the southern annex of the Murph's Fan Cave Desk. Welcome in, Swag Jeff. Well, yeah. What oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's so good to be here, you know. As I, you know, I, I've, I've said a lot, you know, Raider Raider Nation is 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 what we all stick around for. Raider Nation is undefeated, forever undefeated. So it's good to be here with Raider Nation as we, you know, because there's not a whole lot of good to talk about. <laughs> it's there's not a whole lot of good. So, you know, but we can have fun and we can play and we can get over this shit, you know, yeah. just by laughing and cutting up with each other, talking about the team a little bit, right. you know, yeah, why not? And and you know what? I, I, not to go totally rob away from your point. Yeah. But I, I am of of a foil or of at foil of my own ruse. Mojo yeah. said the, my, lost the audio. Mojo said lost oh, audio. Shit. Your Google is playing. Yeah. Please hold. Hey Google, pause. Google, shut the hell up. Are All right, we, we good? Are we good? Hey, hey. 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 You got everybody else back now. Whoop, whoop. Sorry about that, Raider Nation. I don't know where you lost us. Okay. All right. So you can hear all three of us? Can't, all right. What were we yep, there we go. What were we playing? What were we talking about? Oh yeah, because I was okay, so here's the this is so stupid. So here I was hollering about the freaking internet connected devices, and my internet connected <laughs> devices all started going off. And I'm not sure what happened there, but killed your roadcaster. Somehow I killed the roadcaster. Yeah, we got the new roadcaster pro and it and it and it died. Anyways, well, you want to hear about all that crap. Let's talk about some some uh some sort of some show stuff. 
Let's go. Yeah, well, before we do that. Oh, gosh. See, I'm yeah. trying to get ahead in the bits again. You're, yeah, dude. Just, hey, slow <laughs> down, breathe, man. Breathe, breathe. I'm going yeah. to have a. He's having hot flashes. Yeah, I'm having. I am. I'm having hot flashes. <laughs> We're talking. I'm all AD, wound up. 69 hot flashes. What is happening? I went to is the doctor, got a steroid shot. I'm like, freaking all over the place. I'm gonna start doing push-ups in between segments. <laughs> no kidding. All right, let me go ahead and turn it over to Jeff so that you could turn it over to our third person in the booth. Yeah, because we don't do this show alone. Heck no. And thank goodness for that, because we over here we have one of our best friends, our best friend, and theirs. It is Michelle Sway. Hey. Hey. Michelle? Hey, I'm listen. I'm just ready to help soothe some of the sadness. It's it's been rough, Raider Nation, but just hang with us. We're gonna get you through it. We're coming off of a sweet Halloween party weekend, dude. Oh, yeah. much respect, Michelle. Yeah, good Thankfully, party. the Raiders didn't ruin that. They didn't ruin that. that yeah, I literally told them on. I was like, thank God this party's happening the day before a game because you just never know. You just never know like what mm-hmm. you're gonna get. If you so, might have like mm-hmm. a Thursday game or something, that, that, yeah. right? Yeah, and so, then yeah. I'd have been sad and salty and sad sacky. So. It's a good. It's a good day. Totally. Absolutely, yeah. Michelle puts on the best parties, and your Halloween party is <laughs> phenomenal. It is uh, so very, very cool. So yeah, we appreciate appreciate you having us, uh, having the, the swag oh, yeah, family absolutely. and the Murph family. Yeah, man. Absolutely, always. Yeah, it was fun. It was very, very fun. All right, so appreciate you being here, Michelle. And uh, so you know, yeah. Look, this is a place where we're gonna we're gonna all get together. That's right. And we're going to dwell in a little bit of misery together, but we're going to dwell on it in a light-sided way because that's what we do. Uh, things aren't good right now. We're all down pretty bad when it comes to the team, but we can always hang out and have a good time and, and celebrate uh, what's best in Raider Nation, and that is you, absolutely Raider fans. So, uh, Swag Jeff, go ahead and shout out the chat room and then go ahead and tell us about 269. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, Atticus B. Rockin's in there. Paul's in there. Paul said that he almost called the show this week. Wow. Oh, Paul, okay. wow. you need to call the show, Paul, dude. You need to call the show, Paul. Voice, it's about time. Paul. It's about time for you yeah, to call And the you show, can always dude. do a recording and email it to me too. That's what Rico totally. does. Because I know it's expensive to call from overseas. So so Rico will will record him on like his computer and then just email it in. So yeah. for, so Paul, definitely do that. Absolutely. Yeah. And then Ebony Graves is in there. Our girl Ebony's in there. Hey, Ebony. Uh, let's see. Bam is in there. Hey, Foxy Scorpio's in there. Trinidad. Uh, Pineapple, Mojo, Duke City Raider, Lala Meloso, Freddie B, Unholy Roller. Uh, let's see. Um, That's Frankie. Oh, yeah, Frankie. Oh, yeah, yeah, Frankie hey. Mosqueda. Uh, let's see. Hooligan Nation is in there. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. OG Daniel's in there. Raider, or, uh, uh, Jay Jackson's in there. Hey, Jay? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we got the whole crew, man. Manga's boys are in there. We're ready yeah. to go. So, yeah. So, uh, f- so each and every week, I take a significant moment within Raider Nation, relate it back to the Raiders, uh, to the episode number, I mean, and it's episode 269, dude. Hey. So, yeah. So, we're going back to 1985, and we're going to be talking about the man who blocked for Marcus Allen's 1,759-yard 11-touchdown season. Of course, we're talking about fullback number 27, Frank Hawkins. Wow. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So aside from opening holes for Marcus, he had a few rushes of his own, too. So we rushed for four touchdowns and had 84 rushing attempts. He ended the 1985 season with 269 yards. Oh, nice. nice. Well, yeah. Totally. totally. There you go. So, uh, so yeah. So, uh, let's see. Aaron, the Q Dog Raiders in there. Paul, Ebony Graves. Yoshi's in there. What's up, Yoshi? Uh, the Mangus Boys, all that. Um, let's see here. Um, <laughs> riveting radio. <laughs> wow, when my, yeah. Well, say something. <laughs> well, I was trying to pull up a fun movie quote. I was okay. trying to. No. 
I should have had this ready to go, but I was trying to pull up uh, the Bill and Ted saying 69, dude. Oh, my God. But, well, I've we said it four times. We well, we did, we've said it. Yeah, we've but said it. No, I would Joe's like to hear them the say it, though. Yeah, That's yeah, what I was, like trying, to, yeah, I was oh, trying to Yeah, I was trying to Okay, so while you find yeah. it here. Oh, oh, yeah, no, it's all right. Oh, oh you found it now? <laughs> no, I didn't find it. Oh, well. But I'm giving up. Well, damn. Yeah. All right, Derek Carr. Yikes, yikes, oh, yikes. Yeah. Hey, so, uh, so yeah, so, ha- oh, hey. oh, there you go, We're there you go. We're bullets tonight, guys. Yeah, ab- <laughs> ab- <laughs> absolutely, man. So, hey, so before we jump uh, into the next segment and contact info and all that stuff, yeah. I want to hold this up right here. So this was donated to us by Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. It's an, in- oh, it's an in- so cool. Invecta uh, Raider watch. This thing is a $400 watch. We're going to be doing this uh, online only. So follow us on uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff, and we're going to be posting this thing. I don't know if we're going to be doing it at silent auction or if we're just going to be doing like a raffle-style thing, whatever. I, I, I don't know yet. i take a best offer on that. Maybe a best offer thing. We've had some thing. good luck doing that. We did that with a Bolitnikoff jersey, I believe, one time, where we, and we did it with Will Compton yeah. with a signed uh, jersey, where yeah. I just said, hey, just send me offers via email. Yeah. So just send them a show at S-H-O-W or Murph, M-U-R-F, at RaidersFanRadio.com. Yep. And basically, and I'll just let you know kind of where you're at in, in the running and 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 it kind of narrows itself down because some people bid twenty five bucks, which is fine. It started somewhere, and some people will come out of the gate a hundred bucks. Some people will go four hundred bucks, whatever. But it'll just work its way up, and then we'll just kind of call it a time frame. And it's okay. Here, this yeah. is it. We're you you yeah. you, you like, win. Yeah. And it's kind of a cool way to do it. Frankly, um, you know, it's it's we don't do it on the show, so it's just you know it's just kind of behind the scenes. But it's been able to generate good money for us in the past. So I think we're going to do that uh, with with that watch for sure. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So you know, so these fifty six people that are watching you guys get the first dib oh, so, so you you, yeah so email us show at raidersfanradio.com uh give us an offer you know because hell if the offer is good enough and we like it then it'll just be yours it'll just be yours. you know what i mean and, 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 and so, for and for reference point they're and they're like four hundred dollar watch it's a four hundred dollar watch and a cut and we also got this uh the watch cleaning kit that comes with it and all that so it's yeah it's a- really bad ass it's a watch. freaking like, tight it watch dude. it's really clean really yeah. cool. it's cool. really nice yeah yep. it's like yeah. super heavy and stuff yeah. like it's, it's cool yeah, yeah. perfect perfect yeah. game day yeah Do you know what oh, i mean totally. you know? Yeah, nice gift for like a writer's uh, yeah. 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 yeah yeah well it's november yeah. 2nd it's That's officially right. christmas it, it time is, yeah. oh there yeah. you go there you go there you go yeah you don't even have to get out on black friday you can just get this because you might get it for less than four hours on black sunday yeah oh black sunday oh look at that yeah you did yeah Yes, yeah. Way to stay on brand, Swag Jeff. <laughs> well, yeah. Speaking nice. of on brand. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Hey, Raider Nation! You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Taki Talk. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. 
YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Good. Good. Oh, I messed that one up. Well, yeah. It's it's on brand with this week. That's (laughs) true. Yeah. Because coming off a win, we nailed it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, but not this time around. All right. Sorry about that. All right. Uh, so listen, we're all down pretty bad, uh, but we're going to get to some respect here. Yeah. Uh, let's, 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 uh, let's give some, let's give some prop. We don't do props. We don't do shout outs. We're Italian. We like to give a little bit of respect. Nothing wrong with those other things, but we like to give a little bit of respect. Sure. But it really kind of feeds into the idea that Raider Nation was down pretty bad after this last loss. Murph, Swaggy J, Nation. It's time for a little respect. You know, respect ain't bought, it ain't sold, it ain't demanded, it ain't negotiated, it's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salute and much respect to the following folks. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Clearly the product on the field. Apparently the product on the field ain't that good because we're having fun with this shit. Oh my gosh. That will never get old ever. That will never get old. <laughs> oh my God! I appreciate you uh, joining us for this respect segment. So, so listen. Here's my first bit of respect. This was part of the Sea of Fans mailbag, but I pulled it out, put it here, right here at the top of the show. <laughs> yeah, because a guy that's a recently made man around here, one of our recent, I would call say new callers, because I think this year is the first time he started calling. Um, and it's uh, our buddy Donovan. Yeah. Uh, Donovan's awesome, man. And so he called. So he called twice. The first time he called, and I'm not going to play that one, but I'll just give you an idea. It's a very impassioned, like, pissed-off take <laughs> after the game was over, as a lot of us were feeling, right? Man. But then he called back, and, and he, and, and he kind of clarifies what he was saying, and then he apologizes, okay? So here's what I'm, I put you at the top of the, of the show, Donovan, and this is why you're getting respect at the top of the show. I respect, we respect, the hell out of your fandom. And you don't ever have to apologize nope. for giving oh, a heated ever. take around mm-hmm. here. If you're feeling it, that's to us, yeah. to me, I'll just speak for myself. The what defines you as a sports fan, and in our case, a Raiders fan, I don't care how long you've been a fan of the team. I don't care how much gear you do or don't own. I don't care how many games you haven't have haven't been to. None of that shit matters. What matters is the passion that's in right. which you bring to your fandom. That's it. That's the unrelenting the, love and support right, for your team. Percent. The end, right? That's like that's it, the absolutely. only thing that counts. The rest of it, I don't mm-hmm. care what you listen to, what you watch, for our shows or whatever. None of that stuff defines your fandom. What did you have hanging up in your house? Like none of that is. It's only about the, the passion in which you root for the team. So Donovan, don't apologize. That's right. Much, much respect, my friend. And here's the second time when he called back. Well, no, man, it's Donovan, man. First and foremost, I want to apologize to Raiders Fan Radio for not holding myself accountable for fulfilling the requirements of being a made man. From here on out, I will hold myself to that standard, man, first and foremost. 
No need for my post-game reaction. Raider Nation knows how they feel about the game. Josh McDaniels is the problem. For you to take a playoff team that was competitive in that playoff game, and now we looking the way we looking at two and five, he is the problem. This regime has us at two and five looking like trash, man. People want to blame Derek Carr, but NFL analysts, NFL legends, NFL, you know what I'm saying, pro bowlers, saying Derek Carr is a good QB. 4,000 yards, four straight seasons. Yeah, Bart, Bart, huh? Bart Scott said, yeah, this is a coaching problem, man. We got 31, and you running jet sweeps with a receiver like Josh Jacobs? Ain't averaging above 50 these last three games? Hunter Riffle, where's Hunter Riffle at? Where is Darren Waller at? Why is Devontae Adams putting on 100 yard games and we, he not, we not winning? The defense, Patrick Graham was going on, bro. Come on, man. And Ziggler. Why are you getting rid of talent that's somewhat making us competitive, man? I'm trying to tell y'all, man. I don't want to say my Raiders is tanking, but they talk about this is for long-term. Mark Davis, you said this ain't no rebuild. We're going to the next level. We had two and five. I've been used to this level for the last 20 years, man. Mm-hmm. All right? I don't like what I'm saying, bro. The ghost of Al Davis, John Madden, Kenny Stabler, it was, yeah, it was at that game, man, and left. After they stopped on Bourbon Street, man, shaking their head, man, just rolled up to the abyss, man. I don't like what I'm seeing, bro. Raider Nation. Hey, it's either Herman or Sean Payton, man. That's all I got, man. All right? This ain't it. Like Tim Brown said, man, something ain't right, man. Something ain't right. The mystique, man, I don't know, man. Get the, get this man out of here, man. Because if I see Tom Brady in the Raiders jersey, I'm boycotting, man. All I got, man. Just win, baby. All right, there he is, Donovan, man. Great call, my friend. Absolutely. Oh, Good stuff. Yeah. Listen, I I understand that. Like, and I know, like, I see a lot of people saying that, like, McDaniel's lost the locker room. I don't know if he ever had it. Like, I don't know if he Ooh, ever had like the the locker room. I, if, I feel like he thought so highly of himself that he came in and thought he was smart enough to like everybody knows that Derek Carden needs a strong like pocket to sure. be effective, but we didn't address the offensive line. Like he just brings in Devontae Adams, which is great. I mean, listen, that was like one of my favorite things, but I think big Daniels thinks so highly of himself that his offensive scheme was going to be it. And then we're talking, and when he talks, I'm like, he sounds like he just like Googled like, Oh, what are some football buzzwords? <laughs> yeah. And then he, ju- and he almost doesn't sound like he has any confidence. Like I listened to his press conference, like, earlier today and I was like he just sounds like he's just barely underwater and he's like just trying to keep his breath and 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 he just keeps saying things that we're past the bye week like what you're saying is not relevant at this point like you I don't know that he ever had the locker room and then he's even like I I remember and I should have took a screenshot of it Derek Carr was sitting next to him and it didn't even like he was listening to what he was saying Derek Carr was like looking off in this direction Daniel's got the little thing and he's trying to show him things and it just it doesn't look like he has the locker room or ever had it. Like he that's looks really lost. He doesn't look like he. And I know he's supposed to be some sort of genius, but they keep trying to throw out all these catchphrases. We have one. Just win, baby. Let's just go. win. Like there we just go. do that. Like yeah. I just. It's so. It's so frustrating to listen to him talk. I'm with I don't you. like McDaniels. And and I was giving him the benefit of the doubt. I really was. But mm, no, I don't know. Well, I'm with you. And we and I've got a couple of his, I've got a couple clips. We got a lot of clips to get to tonight. And I've got a couple clips about that, uh, Michelle, where you just kind of hear it, it mm. you know, in, in his body language. And, you know, I put out a, uh, a tweet this week that 
got a lot of, uh, of, of attention and I, and I, and it's, and I, not anything that I, I came up with special, but I, it's the idea, the, the idea of like him not having the same leadership qualities that we've had in the past. And I, and I would, and I put up a picture of Rich Basaccia and then I put up a picture of, of, of McDaniels and their body language. Basaccia can, would take over a room. He would take over the locker room. Yeah. And McDaniels is standing there doing like this in his yeah. picture. And basically he's just like, I don't know. We're just going to keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. <sighs> and, and it's, and, and we're still learning. Yeah. yeah and, the, and, no. the, <laughs> and the quote I put out there was that, uh, you know, culture eats strategy for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And then what that means is by legendary Peter Drucker, what that means is that like, you can come up with the best plan in the world, but if you don't have a healthy organization and the full buy-in and mm-hmm. the, 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 your constituents, whether it's in, in a, a business and in this case, a football team, <clears throat> excuse me, if you don't have the full buy-in and support and for those constituents to see and share and be willing to contribute to that vision, it doesn't matter what your plan is. Right. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You know, there's another saying about like what, like uh, I'll take an army of, of sheep led by a lion versus an, uh, an army of lions led by a sheep or whatever. Right. The, yep. it's, I'm messing that up, but it's something to that extent. But the whole point being is that we had an underachieving team last year Right. I mean, yes. we were kind of going before the Gruden shit even came out. We right. had lost back to back games like we were kind of on the downside. Then all the stuff goes on, all the adversity hits. And what what happened towards the end of that season? Basaccia lifted up right. the Raiders in, in leadership, the same roster, if even and really a depleted roster. Sure. Because you had no Henry Ruggs That's and right. you had a hurt Darren Waller. So he took a depleted roster and elevated them into a run that got us into the catapult us in the playoffs. And when you listen to like our buddy Will Compton, the locker room is in good shape last year. Yeah. And I'm I've got some more quotes we're gonna come up to later, and I'm really going off here. And I'm gonna throw it to you, Swag Jeff, and then we can get back into this. But we got, I got quotes in here from Dave Ziegler. If I heard Dave Ziegler say, change the culture Uh-oh. or one more goddamn time, yeah. like F off with that stuff, Dave, the culture was yeah. fine. Yeah. There, there was no, be, yeah. because again, the stuff that we heard from Will and we, and I've That's actually got right. some comments from Will. He knows the guys in the locker room. Mm-hmm. It was fine. There was nothing. We, for the first time in maybe a long time, didn't have dysfunction in the locker room. <laughs> yeah. The team was unified and we're, pulling towards that one common goal. Yes. We don't need to shake up the freaking locker room. So this whole idea of like changing the culture, no, we were on the right path. We were starting to win. They were embracing winning, learning to be winners. That's the culture you want, not this shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right, you know. And, and I think well, uh, there was a video going all over Twitter this week and stuff, and it was a it was a clip of Basachi on the sidelines. Oh. And he was talking to Zay Jones. Yeah. Talking to Zay and he, oh, he, he yeah, was like, hey, yeah, man, yeah. that was great, man. You know, hey, you did great right there. Like, I mean, friggin' praising this guy, yeah. lifting him up. And then what did Zay do? Zay pulls him in and goes, hey, man, you're doing a really good yeah, job. That was so proud. Like, like, I'm curious. Has anyone said that to Josh McDaniels this year? Why, why though? Because he's not. <laughs> well, there, well, there you go. There you go. Plain and simple. But, yeah. you know, but I'm, I'm with you, man. You can read the body language and, you know, even the stuff that we've been talking about on the sideline and stuff like yeah. that. Like, but you don't know? you think oh, the- that could be the tension, though, is that they keep saying, let's change the culture, let's change the culture. And the team's probably thinking, I don't want to change the culture. Changing my culture. Like, we literally, we were on a trajectory that was positive. Now, I get like, there was a lot of emotion that like carried them. Absolutely. And I get that. But feed off of that. Like, take that that and carry that into the, but instead of just, don't change the culture. Just win, baby. That's the culture. That's the culture. Just play football. Like, quit trying to be cute with all these plays that they're playing. Like, quit trying to do all that dumb shit. Like, play football. 
Hard nose football like Raiders play. Fun. Amen. Fo- yep. Sorry. Football. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Amen. But like you know, but that's that's a great point. And then it's like in you know, football is the most emotional of sports, <laughs> right? And and whatever I could hear arguments from other teams, but we're NFL fans around here. We're going to lead with it. It's <laughs> it, it thrives and it runs on emotion at all levels, from Pee Wee all yeah. the way up to the NFL. The game thrives on emotion. You have to have a good leader to manage that emotion. And that's, I think, what you're talking about. It's like, yes, they were riding a wave, you know, at the end, and they were driven by that emotion. But what pulled that out of them was was Rich Passaccia. So, again, I'm not – and and there was a couple people that pushed back on my tweet. They were like, oh, but you still have to have a plan. And he was in over his head. Here's the thing. You that's what coordinators are for. Right. I'm sorry. Like, that's what position coaches are for. That's Pete right. Koch, our good friend, has told us that numerous times. The head coach is not teaching you how to play football. Yeah. He's not breaking down your mechanics. He's not doing the head coach is basically the boss that's overseeing everything. And in this case, McDaniel is his own coordinator when it comes to the offense, just like Gruden was. But point being though is that that's where you can make up for lack of ability by calling play. So if Basaccia is not the man in terms of like being a football strategist. Okay, well then hire football strategists to do that shit right. for you right. at coordinating positions totally. and just lead. Like, totally. God dang it, man. I, yep. This stuff is yeah, not that know, hard, and, man. And all these people talk about how, you know, how, you know, last season's success was because of all the adversity. They all came together, whatever. But like that could have just been their MO moving forward. That's okay, good though. That's we jail. did it. We yeah. did this shit. Let's go do it again. Yeah. Let's like, go do it again. Exactly. We're those guys. We're the gritty guys that are gonna come together, even if we suck and all that stuff, and we're gonna find a way to win. You know, all these record books and stuff all over the place, all these different records that we set. Rich Basaccia's name's in the record as one of the only interim coaches mm. to ever make a postseason. Yeah. Amen, dude. Like, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. pretty dope. That's no true. matter if it was running off of emotions or not right like you know it was magic Absolutely. it was magic yeah it was you magic. know and uh td uh, td sly in the chat says basaji had no shot at this job i don't disagree i mean and it's sad but and i think that that's an unfortunate thing is that and listen i always say this and i mean it i'm a fan of the raiders that are right. not the raiders that aren't rich basaji is gone he's in green bay right. Josh McDaniels is our coach, so he's going to have my support until he's not in silver and black anymore. So, but but I think that in retrospect, if I had to be critical of any of the decisions that Mark Davis has made around the leadership, the football leadership on field, not in the front office where he's done a brilliant job, but as far as on field leadership with this team, I think that's the one thing that he, he whiffed on. I'm not even convinced that Ziggler's not the answer yet. I think Ziggler gets a little more runway because he's got to actually build a roster that's his own. But in terms of McDaniels goes, I think letting Rich watch it walk out the building was a mistake. I think letting him go, and I think sending Mike Mayock to the house. I think that was that was a mistake. I mean, until proven otherwise, that's going to be my opinion from this point forward. Because I mean, think about it though. Okay, so let's say we keep him, Basakia, and and it's this same. We're not getting any different, better results now. So like bringing him McDaniels wasn't a good thing. So let's keep him for a year and see what happens. Like see. What, because now we're sort of in a what could have been, obviously, and you don't want to, you know, like you said, you can't think about the past, but McDaniels hasn't done a bang up fucking job. Uh, sorry. And, you know, so it's it's just so frustrating because people are saying, well, he wouldn't have got the job. Well, how much better are we doing now? Two and freaking five. Like, 
We could have done that with the team and we a, had last year, and a, the leadership we had last year. We could have done that with any of us as the head oh, yeah, coach. Yeah, I mean. Well, and, it, and the other thing, too, and it's an ugly two and five, it's, too. And that's the thing. Oh. When we start getting into some of these comments or later, and we got to, guys, we got to move on because we got to get through oh, the rest yeah, of this yeah, respect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But when we get onto these. To oh, these yeah, I forgot we're what still in respect. Yeah, we're still in respect. You're <laughs> at the top of the show. Um, but when we get into these other comments, <laughs> that's some of the stuff that sounds a little tone deaf when it's like, oh, well, every team loses a game. Yeah, okay. Oh. Not every team gets shut out twenty-four to nothing against shut. a bad football team <laughs> on the heels of you being two and four, on the heels of these amazing expectations, on the heels of already having uh, the season on a downturn, and your chance to re-freaking take what your place is going to be in this division. This was a team that was supposed to be an AFC championship contender. Yeah. And this is where you, you go get freaking busted up and put up a goose egg against the Saints. So yeah. let's, uh. let's, let's keep the context the narrative in mind changed here. even worse this past week. It went from like, a, oh, we're such a, we're, we're probably the best two and four team in the world to like, ooh, Oh no, we're, we're just horrible. We're just we bad. just suck, yeah. bro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so here let's let's get on a little bit here. Um, <laughs> let's get to some more, and we're gonna have, listen for those of you that, and we don't hear it much anymore. But we'll talk about the Raiders. We're gonna, we've got all these comments and things coming up. We're gonna have, probably have to end up cutting some stuff because we've got we've got a marathon worth of of content to bring in tonight. <laughs> so hang in there with us. Um, uh, okay, but before we get to all of the the, the Raiders. Yes. The Raider Extra, oh, yeah. okay? <laughs> Let's keep it a little bit internal, and I want to uh, turn it over to our good friend Michelle uh, to uh, share a little bit of news with us because we have, we're going to officially make the announcement tonight uh, about what we've done for our fundraising this year. Yes. So much respect to all y'all. All y'all, everybody in this room, much respect to everybody in the chat room, everybody that has been part of Quiet Donations, Online and otherwise, look at wow. that check. Michelle is look holding up. Look at that. We have look hit at that. our goal, and we will be writing the Belenikoff Foundation that check right there for $10,000. Yes. <laughs> you guys are amazing. Yeah. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you for your camaraderie. Thank you for being supporters of this show. But thank you for these donations. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm I'm at a loss for words. It was it was. I mean, we knew we were gonna. Well, we had a feeling we could get to eight. I thought we might come up a little short. Jeff and Mosh never lost faith. Then when we said well, we could get to ten, I was like, man, I don't know. And I've been nervous as hell. But I will tell you this: we had four people, five people, five. This last week, when they knew that we were getting close to five figures, they reached out and said, "Whatever you need to get you to your goal." Let me know, yep. and 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 I'm there. So not only did did those folks, and I won't I won't call them out openly on the show unless they tell me it's okay at a later time. Um, but we had they contacted us off air and sent checks, made direct PayPal contributions. Um, we we had one today. I had a check for two hundred fifty dollars, a very very generous donation, show up in the mailbox today. Yeah, like when I got to the house by, by two folks that I wasn't very familiar with their names. I was asking these guys, and Jeff was like, I think I might have seen them in the chat one time. It's amazing what Raider Nation has done yeah. for the Bolitnikoff Foundation. All the money you give goes through our nonprofit, the One Nation Foundation, and, and, and Raider Nation. Give them applause again, Jeff. I can't thank you guys enough for everything that you do for us each and every week. It is never lost on us, and when it, and when it shows up on a, on a physical representation, a manifestation of, of your kindness and generosity, man, it just, it just blows me up. When I was ordering that thing, I was like, jeez. <laughs> like, I was like, I was nervous. 
Like, but there it is, man. We got the big check. You can't wait to present to Blitnikoff's in December. Um, we're going to have a rocking time. So uh, all of us here in this room and our spouses will be there. Yep. Um, Mojo and his wife Libby are going to join us now, we know for sure, so cool. um, which is going to be awesome. And then, of course, uh, my cousin Sonny and, and his uh, lovely wife Rachel will be there. So that'll be our 10 top and can't wait to, uh, to hang out at Blitnikoff. And a bunch and- of other folks are coming, too, like like uh, 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 Raider Jay, uh, Jay oh, Jackson absolutely. will be yeah. there. He's there the Mangus year. boys are coming. Oh, nice. oh no kidding. Oh, I think the Mangus boys are going to be there. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So very, very cool. Yeah. If you're coming to the, to the event, I mean, we'll, we met Jay there last year. Well, we met him at the Woodson thing, but then saw him at the was yeah. that first. Nah, no, we, no, no, no. We met him in 19 at the, uh, at we the met Bolitnikoff him in 19 of Bolitnikoff. In that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, we'll, so yeah. So if you're coming, uh, definitely uh, holler at us. And uh, so we can link up with you and have a beer or a, whatever adult beverage of your choice. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be great. But anyway, so thank you guys enough. I can't say enough about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, you said it all, man. It's just awesome. And, you know, we've got some other stuff in the works here. I mean, this thing's only going to get bigger, guys. 23 so, is going to be even bigger. 23 is going to be even bigger. So so hang on to your hats, man, because this is this this shit's about to get real. It's about to get <laughs> yeah. real. And so speaking of that, we'll bring up to the next uh, person I want to give respect to. And that is uh, what I'm I'm going to start calling him this. You've just got your, your, your nickname around here, Joel. He's CPA Joel. <laughs> oh, CPA Joel. We want to give go. much respect to our buddy CPA Joel, our new friend. So this is how powerful these platforms can be. So Scott gives us, uh, gives me a voice of the fan on the Silver and Black Today show, and much respect to you and Mo and Evan, of course, um, for 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 giving us a voice. So a listener to that show, CPA Joel, <laughs> finds us. He's lives in the same neck of the woods that we do. Yep. Reaches out and says, "How can I help with the foundation?" Former Marine, much respect. Not former, they're existing. Right. Mar- or he never stopped being a Marine, um, but he. Uh, what do you call them? Civilian Marines? No, I don't know. Whatever. Most of my dad was too. But anyways, so, uh, uh, and a CPA meets up with swag and I, we go and have lunch with the guy dude's brilliant and has brilliant ideas about not only ways to help the foundation with its money, because again, as Jeff said, we're going to be raising a lot more money even next year, but then he's got all these fresh ideas of, of things that we can do to activate our fundraising yeah. and, and, and then like goes to work and offers all of his services for free. To us, this guy's yep. super legit, so we're going to welcome him officially to the family here, to the inner circle. Yeah. CPA Joel, man, and he calls later. And so next up, CPA Joel, let's get you in here as a made man. That's oh, right. no kidding, right. dude. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so good <laughs> stuff there. So it's, Absolutely. It's a- uh, so I have a few things I want to give respect to. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So as always, so speaking of the foundation, speaking of all the money and all that stuff, we want to give respect, of course, as always, each and every week to T Public. Oh, yeah. So T yeah. Public. Nice. Thank you, T Public. You know, we've had some great donations and stuff, but as far as our like partnerships and stuff with different companies, T Public has come in clutch. You know, they they donated all the shirts that we sold at the at the tailgate, and they just they're just fully in charge of doing all the doing all the send-offs for the secondary prizes that we do on raffle oh, nights. Oh man, absolutely. So yeah, so our so shout out to our girl Christina, much respect to her and um 
And so, yeah, so so much respect to T Public as always. If you wanna if you wanna get made shirt like what Murph is wearing, if you want a Raiders fan radio shirt like what Michelle's wearing, yeah. any of this stuff, go to our go to our page. You can go to RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear. Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. Uh RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear. Click the t-shirt. It takes you directly to our T Public right. page. We've got all sorts of stuff. I'm actually uh, you don't even know this yet, Murph. I'm working with what? Uh, oh. I'm working with Jimmy Zbach on a new shirt. Oh, oh are you yeah. really? I'm working with Jimmy Zbach right now on a new shirt so so stay tuned news yeah, wow. yeah. So, stay, so stay tuned for th- yeah stay tuned for that but okay. uh, but yeah yeah get you some swag bro why not get it get on and they're having a sale right now they are so it's 30 get on there 35 percent right right. off yeah if you want just a regular ass t-shirt mm-hmm. it's like 14 bucks mm-hmm. do it yeah. and michelle do where it. do all the proceeds from t-public go the one nation foundation hell yeah it does. just listen get there on there go. order you a shirt and you're gonna look good and you're gonna do good at the same time oh, oh i love that that needs to be on a shirt <laughs> look good and, and that, do good there we go <laughs> jimmy seabock must have texted her because that's the shirt i'm working on no, no. uh so next i want to give her uh respect to uh to our buddy our good friend kyle brandt of course, oh, Kyle. Kyle Brand, good friend of the show. So yeah, so so you know, so he loves Halloween just like Michelle does, and so we want to give him respect because he had a special Halloween costume <laughs> this week, and so uh, so right here, so he is dressed up, and if you're on the if you're on the audio, uh, we are. Uh, sorry, my arms His are really short. Long. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, so he is dressed up as Howie Long, oh, and, he, and it so like good. the detail into this costume is superb. It is. So it's got the neck roll. He's cut the jersey. Jersey right here at the <laughs> neck and all that. It's awesome. And he, he, got, did, a flat and he top. got the flat yeah, top haircut and all that. It's yeah, that's that's legit, man. Super dope. Uh, but the last thing before we move on to the next segment, uh, I want to give respect to our buddy, the meme king, Raider Ramon. Oh, yeah. here we go. Raider Ramon. So yeah, much respect to Raider Ramon because it's his birthday today. It's his birthday. Oh, it is his birthday today. Happy birthday, Ramon. Yep, yep. And he's he said he went to the doctor yesterday and got his checkups and all that stuff, and his health, he's in oh, good shape. Love he's it. all good. Love so it. yeah, so. So much love and respect, Ramon. We love you, dude. Uh, nice. We love you, brother. Absolutely. Speaking of former Marines, play bomb with Ramon Ramon here. Hey, folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Yep. Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Hell yeah. Well, here we got Swag Jeff, <laughs> Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. This is Raiders Fan Radio. I'm Brent Musburger, and I don't care who wins, as long as it's the Raiders. All right, let's check in with uh, actually Michelle. Go ahead and shout the chat room real okay, quick before we jump the chat in. Room. We've got Un- Unholy Roller Raider Frankie Mosquito. Wow, that's a long name. Capo's mm-hmm. in there. Raider Critique. Uh, Tyrone's in there. Dan- Daniel. I almost called him Danielle. Franklin 83. <laughs> <laughs> Jay's in there. Trinidad. Paul. Franklin. Oh. Listen, everybody's in. We got the whole crew. And the Raider Zach. Oh, he's, I was going to read his comment. It's kind of long. Um, that looks like everybody's in there. Okay, good deal. Do we have any? Did we have any more? Um, uh, any more uh, donations in there? 
Not that I've miss, seen. Okay. All right. Well, good deal. We appreciate you all, everybody that's joining us live in the chat room. So let's uh, let's jump into some Raider talk here, because um, I guess well, actually, we've been talking about the Raiders a lot already. <laughs> we have. Yeah, we've done good. So let's. Um, so we feature a lot of different uh, members of media, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna hear from Kyle Brandt. We're gonna hear from Will Compton. But to lead it off, we're gonna kick it off with CBS Sports's Adam Shine. Um, the reason I picked this one this week is Adam has been a very adamant. Supporter, <laughs> see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> of the Raiders, like he, when even when the Raiders have been down bad, he's been one of those guys, the, the very few members of national media that will find bright spots and I think report fairly on the Raiders and doesn't have a hater take. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really, um, it resonates when folks like that, yeah, do go in on the Raiders. Mm-hmm. That was absolutely the worst performance of any NFL team in 2022. Mm. The Raiders should fold the franchise. Josh McDaniels might be one and done. And there was a report that this was the second postgame where Mark Davis had a long huddle up with Josh McDaniels. Mm. We talk about the Sean Payton sweepstakes. I I will officially include the Vegas Raiders. Josh McDaniels, who left the Colts at the altar, and Josh McDaniels, who was terrible in Denver. There, You watch the Raiders play. They are defunct. They are embarrassing. They have no zip, no energy, no plan, no clue. And I thought the worst loss of the year, shame on me, was going to be the, the game against Arizona when they were up 20 nothing at the half. I mean, they could have and should have won the game against Tennessee. They didn't even post in the first half, come back too late. McDaniel screwed the whole thing up in terms of game management against Kansas City. I stupidly thought that the Raiders were still alive and they were going on a run better than a banged-up New Orleans team starting Andy Dalton, by the way. I mean, and they didn't even score. They didn't even post. Josh McDaniels is a is a failure in every possible way. And just so we're clear, because you guys know that I love Derek Carr, this is the worst season of Derek Carr's life. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr deserves all sorts of criticism. <laughs> I thought he was going to throw for 5,000 yards or 4,000 yards. Derek Carr is awful, awful. Mm-hmm. What did he throw for 100 yards yesterday? Carr stinks. Adam stinks. The line stinks. Mm-hmm. How'd it work out? Cutting Alex Leatherwood. Big message sent. What, what a joke. Is Chandler Jones still on the team? Do they play a lick of defense? I mean, Patrick Graham, his defense looks atrocious. I mean, this was supposed to be a playoff season. This was, they fired Rich Basaccia, said, thanks for the memories. We're going to do better. So they bring in McDaniels and they bring in Adams. This team is an embarrassment. And of all the losses and all the games this year, first half of the NFL season, that was the weakest, most gutless, and pathetic performance of oh, any boy. single team in the entire league. Wow. Okay. So, look, I feel you. He's right. I'm with I you. Mean, yeah, it's hard to argue with literally argue. anything that he said. Absolutely. And so, here's a couple of things just to kind of illustrate what he's talking about. The Raiders, after seven, and listen, again, we're going to. We're going to only lament Basaccia not being around for so long. Like, it's, again, 
I reroot for the Raiders that are, not the Raiders that aren't. But I'm it's miss hard. Them for a long time. Yeah. Well, but it's hard not to contrast yeah. it, because yeah. look at we went from one coach, we have three coaches, and not even two years yet. Sure. So it's hard not to contrast all these the, these guys and their results because at the end of the day, it's all about the numbers in the left hand column being bigger than the ones in the right hand column, and Basachis were bigger. So there, you know, whatever. Okay, the Raiders after seven games in 2021, we were five and two and in first place. Points per game, 25.7. Points allowed per game, 23.7. With virtually the same roster. Raiders after seven games in 2022, two and five, last place. Points per game, 23.3. Points allowed per game, 24.9. Like, you added Chandler Jones. You added Anthony Averett. You added Deron Harmon. Like, I'm, I'm sick of people that are saying, like, we didn't do enough to address the defense. Bullshit. Bullshit yeah. We did plenty to address the defense. Yeah. We got a freaking junk ass coordinator is what we got going on now. Some because listen to this. Also, what uh, Adam Shine had to, had to illustrate for some Raiders defensive rankings: oh. takeaways per game, point zero six. That's last in the league. Yeah, of course it is. Of course, yeah. Sacks per game, one point two nine. That's last in the league. Mm -hmm. Third down defense, forty six percent. That's 29th in the league. Red zone touchdown percentage allowed, 73.9. That is 31st in the league. Ooh. Now, listen, we all had our gripes about Gus Bradley. We all had our gripes about whatever you want to get gripes Gunther. about. Paul Gunther. Paul yeah. Gunther. Still yeah, hate him. No more defensive <laughs> coordinators with the nicknames PG, yeah. by the way. Nope. <laughs> nope. But, like, what's the – like, these are the kind of things that where – what Adam Shine has to say and the and the and the passion that comes from that, they're dead on. This is the last, and and you got to go to the top. And the top on the field is Josh McDaniels. In comparison to other first year coaches, Brian Dable of the Giants, right, six and two. Yep. Mike McDaniel of the Dolphins, five and three. Kevin O'Connell, oh. six and one. All three of those guys took over teams that didn't make the playoffs last year. We gave Josh a 10-win team that w went to the playoffs last year and were two and freaking five. And added Devontae Adams. And added Devontae Adams. Adams, Adams and all Jones. there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, unbelievable. So, listen, the criticism is warranted. I, I don't yeah. care. There's no way around it. And uh, and so, so glad to hear uh, Adam Shine bringing this stuff up. And, again, you want to talk about Raider loyalists? Way more loyal than even Adam Shine is our good buddy. Oh. Murf, Swag, Jeff, and who's the third guy? <laughs> That's right. Our good friend, Will Compton. Um, so Swaggo and I reached out to him. You know, what's we the other like, guy's name? Oh, my God. <laughs> he was Will asked, Compton. Oh, Will Compton. Hey, right, Will, right, if you're nice. listening to this, text me back, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we did reach out to him about kind of his state on the Raiders. Yeah, right? sure. So he called the team meeting, and, and Will was like, all right, guys, here's what I got. And listen, when Will is falling off the bus... Oh. Ouch. No pun. Do you know what you're in? It's, it's rough. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Let's check in with our buddy, Will. I appreciate you sending this to us, Will. <laughs> yeah. Team meeting. Raiders. I don't fucking know. I wish I had something for you guys. I didn't get to watch the game because a fucking stupid ass YouTube TV doesn't want to play other games. And NFL plus premium is a fucking scam. Uh, but that's besides the point. I got to keep my composure of this video because Raider Nation wants answers. I wish I had some. I, in my opinion, I've never played for the staff that's there. Or none of the staff members there. I don't think anyway. Hell, I could be talking out of my I could be talking out of my ass. But I know they got talent. Like I know they got 
fucking talent in the locker room. I mean, shit, we added Devontae Adams. This is like, do you got Devontae Adams? Do you have like too many weapons where you feel like you're forcing the ball at times? I don't fucking know. Like I said, I didn't get to watch the game. Defense, yeah, they, they might have played bad. But again, like I've been around the squad. They got the talent in the building. I know they have the pieces. I mean, last year, they and I know this. I know last year we ended the season 5-1. and one. We won five out of our last six going into the playoff game. With a different headband that a lot of people f- wanted to stick around. Again, I know I'm tweeting emotion. Or I'm tweeting. I'm f-ing doing a video a little emotional right now. But I just, I don't f-ing know. I don't know. It doesn't make any f-ing sense. <laughs> we got to move on to the afternoon slate. I personally, like, I love the Giants' money line. I love the Niners' money line. I love them parlayed together. And when I say I love them, I mean I lost some fucking money this morning, and I need to get it back. And this is the parlay that's going to get it back. I'm not fucking trying to be emotional right now, but I don't know. I don't have answers. But that's what I'm going with. Raider Nation, I, I, I'm sorry. I know I keep leading you guys. I think that I think we got to yank the plug. I, I got to stop. Uh, I'm I'm the boy, so I can die. I'm gonna root for the guys, but I don't know if I can lead you guys to that water anymore and drink that because it's not water that's it's not sustainable water to drink. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yes, <laughs> all of us, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean just. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, you hear all these people that that are, you know, big time Raider supporters and, you know, when when these type of people start falling off the wagon, you know, I don't know, man. You know, I mean, obviously Mark Davis isn't going to listen to what Adam Shine has to say or what Will Compton has to say, but you know, but these are these are like an Adam Shine case, a journalist, broadcaster, like guy with insight, an incredible sports mind. You got Will Compton, a guy that was in the locker room, knows this team, knows Foster Moreau, knows Darren Waller, knows Derek Carr, knows Hunter Renfro, knows all these guys. Yep. For lack of a better term, intimately, like he's friends yeah. with them. And say so what I heard from that, it ain't the play, it ain't a player, right. player problem. Right. Nope. That's what I did. You hear I that mean, from yeah, Will? Because yep. you think about it, like think, and I think you already touched on this, but think about last season and then this season, we added players, good players. Oh yeah. But the coaches, Graham, McDaniels, like, they're just, they can't be it because they're kind of the, I know everyone's like shitting on Derek Carr, and I'm not saying he's not a problem too, but he's been productive. Why aren't we getting product out of him now? Like, it's the coach. It's got to yeah. be the coaching. I mean, I don't yeah. think he well, would look, just look literally at, go, I'm not going to perform now. Like, it's yeah. the coaching. It's got to be the coaching. Yeah. Well, look at, look, at, look at a guy like Darren Waller. I know we've kind of been giving him a lot right. of shit this year too, yeah. but let's let's just take let's look at these two seasons side by side with each other. So yeah. you got the 2021 Darren Waller goes down, right? End of the season comes up, that guy's gutting it out and he's playing ball hurt. Oh right. Oh yeah now, yeah yeah yeah. yeah now yeah. let's look at the 2022 Waller that's mm, you great know call out kind of got the body language ain't there yeah. the productivity isn't there when he is in there mm. and he's not rushing to get back healthy True. you know each and every week it goes from questionable to doubtful to out mm. every single week i don't know if this guy wants to play with josh right, mcdaniels right, right. Yeah. i don't know if he wants to play well and seeing those are the things that like 
And while that may be a version of wild speculation, you can't argue against it. No. That's the thing is that like when I always say about like when, when, when people are hating on the Raiders, well, let's give them a reason to not be correct. Well, right now we're not doing any of that. So all the theories, they're all valid. It's like what I said earlier, until proven otherwise, we got to believe these might be things worth considering because the product on the field is shit and there's no reason it should be shit. Like you said, Michelle, about like, like Josh McDaniels is a proven offensive genius. Why is it that, and like, and I will say this, I wondered if Bill kept him in right, rain a little right. bit. Yeah. I wonder if he just like, you know, he was that voice of like, yeah, no, we're not running jet sweeps on third and one, call something else. Yeah. Give it to Ramondre Stevenson instead. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wonder if like that was like that overriding voice. And now that he doesn't have that, he's trying to prove it. Right. That he's that he's got it all figured out and it and it comes out in these cute plays. And and by the way, Joining a jet sweep on third and one is bad enough, but oh, I got an idea. Let's follow it up by an onside kick to put our already shit defense <laughs> on a short field. Yeah, that's, there you that's go. Good. Oh, that's that's so genius. Smart. It's genius. Or a, or a fake punt. A fake and, punt. You know, yeah, yeah oh. that joke ass play. I mean, oh that was so gosh. stupid. You know what I mean? Like, so now I'm all about risk taking, and I'm all about. You know I am. Yeah, love that Gosh. kind of stuff. I have not liked it once. <laughs> I ain't like that shit ever. It's well, it's felt misguided. Yeah. It's felt mistimed. It feels forced. It's, it feels forced. Well, We're like it when makes Sean more Pay- sense if you have a defense that you can put on a short field. It would make more sense. But when you know that they're just giving up, giving up. I swear to God, I have. PTSD from third and longs, like, and even third and anything's like they give it up, give it up every time. Why yeah, would yeah, you yeah. put them on a short field? That's an immediate six points. Hey, man, like, look at so you look the way, like, okay, like one of my favorite surprise plays ever was Sean Payton in the Super Bowl, was what, 06 or whatever, against the Patriots, not Patriots, against the, um, the Colts. And, you know, Peyton Manning is prime Peyton Manning, moving the offense up and down the field. And so what does he do? He calls the onside kick at halftime to get the ball, and arguably that won the game for them. Like it was a gutsy call. No one expected it. But that's the thing is that it wasn't wasn't cute, like for cute's sake. It wasn't like trying to be creative. It was was like, well, no, we need to do something to kind of shock this thing and to get it back in our favor. And it worked. And it was brilliant. And it was was unexpected. Right. It was unexpected. It was weird. Like, I was watching that game on my phone because... uh, The Super Bowl? No, no, no. No, 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 our game. Well, let me make one more point on that, too. One last thing on that, too. But the other thing that he did is that it was calculated because what you had to say, Michelle... That defense, that's and that Saints team was known for their offense because it was Drew Brees in his prime and all that kind of stuff. But defensively, they were badasses yeah, too. Sure. They had a great defense. That was right out right before all the, you know, the the whatever, the targeting gate mm-hmm. thing, yeah, the, all that the, the bounty gate. Bounties. Oh, before bounty, bounty gate yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But that defense was gnarly. So you could take a risk like right. that because you know you've got this badass defense that can bail you out if you give them the ball at half at, at, at half field. Where this Raider team is furthest oh, kind of thing from Please. Yeah. Well, so you're talking about stuff like that and like those unexpected, great, successful trick plays and stuff like that. Like, so I was watching the game at my son's four year old birthday party. Oh. So, so <laughs> thankfully, I didn't get to see the whole game. But, you're uh, lucky. but yeah, but like I was watching that on my phone and I go, oh my gosh, I think they're going to, I think they're going to fake punt it here. Oh, damn. Like you could feel you it. called it. Like, oh, it was, really? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I felt it. And, I, yeah. and, and sure as shit, it happened and we lost two yards. Mm. But like, I don't know, man. Like this, just I don't know. 
I don't know. Raider in the chat says you have to be able to run normal plays That's before right. you can call trick plays. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Learn to walk before you God, run. Amen. That's, that is an absolutely salient point there. I appreciate you, uh, Raider. Okay, so one of the other big failures of this season so far <laughs> has been um, the lack of production out of Devontae Adams. Yeah. And so let's check in with a good friend of the show, one of, one of Swago's best friends, Kyle Brandt. Uh, his new show is called uh, KB's Basement, which is fantastic. He does a lot of pop culture stuff. And, of course, talks about football. And so let's check in with Kyle Brandt asking the question, was signing Devontae Adams even a good idea to begin with? There's this thing where uh, Josh McDaniels has to go to his office, the owner's office, his boss's office, before he meets with the media. I want to know how that meeting comes to be. At some point, does someone go up to him and be like, Coach, <laughs> Mr. Davis needs to see you in his office. Ah, damn it. When Mark Davis sits down and says, Josh, what the hell was that? We suck, we're two and five, you didn't score any points? I got you Devontae Adams. Mm -hmm. What is his response to his boss, other than just to say, it's, it's on me and, and you know I'll get better and I, I, this, I won't stand for this, that's, that's fine, but great. That was the last time we had this meeting. We're supposed to be winning the West this year, dude. We're supposed to take a run at Mahomes. How are we going to go and run at Mahomes and the Chiefs? We can't even keep up with the Andy Dalton Saints. What the hell was that? Was Devontae the right move? He's a great player, and I know Derek Carr, Christ, they're bros and all that, but was the right move at this time for their football after a really good season last year to be like, you know what we need? A really expensive wide receiver whose best football might be just about behind him. He's a little old. Not exactly like a 25-year-old coming off his first contract. Is That's the best move for them? All right, so I got a, a couple things in response to that. Is that this is where exactly what Kyle point he's making is that the move for Devontae Adams was an all-in move. That was a win-now move. Right. But the comments from especially Dave Ziegler are, oh, it's about this process and it's about this long-term vision and it's about all this thing. And so like, but that's not what you did in the off season, right? You went and took a 10 and five playoff ready football team, added components yeah. to it. The expectation was now you right. gave away draft picks, draft picks are what builds your future, right. not Devontae Adams. And that's right. his point. Is it right. like, well, I, I think Devontae has got a lot more good football in him maybe than what Kyle thinks there, but still yeah. point being is that, like th that's not Devonte was an investment in our future. Devonte was an investment in now. Yeah. Like so, yeah. go get two. Chandler rings Jones right was an right. investment in now. Right. So like that whole Doron Harmon. Now yeah. these guys are thirty right. years old. Like, but then yeah. you let guys like you let guys like Casey Hayward walk away. Mm -hmm. You let a guy like Yannick Ngakwe walk away. You let stuff like that. And Dude, so, how yeah. much better would we be with those yeah. two freaking guys? Oh my gosh, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. It's insane. Unbelievable. Yeah. All right. So I've got a couple of, let's get them these negative ass stat lines out of the way. And then, <laughs> and then Jeff hit a, hit a break here and we'll hear some of the stuff from the, uh, from the, from the team themselves. All right. So, um, um, this is just depressing as hell, but look, it's the truth, man. So let's just dwell in it for a minute, Raider nation. And then we'll move on. Amount of times Devonte Adams was held fewer than 40 yards receiving in his last 56 games with Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback. He was held three times in 56 games. Amount of times Devontae Adams was held fewer than 40 receiving yards in his first seven games with Derek Carr. Three times. Oof. Take that for a way you won't blame it. Devontae, don't put on Derek. I don't care. One of them's throwing, one's catching. 
One of them caught a lot better yeah. somewhere else from yeah. another guy. Devontae Adams has played in 102 games since 2016. His two lowest receiving yard totals in that span are this year with three yards and 12 yards in two different games. Devontae Adams per game averages by year since 2017. All right, so he started off in 2017, 5.3 catches per game, 63 yards. Goes up 7.4 in, in 18. Uh, 92 yards, 6.9 and 81 yards in 2019, 2020, 8.2 catches and 98 yards average 2021, 7.7 for 97 yards, 2022, five for 73 yards. Yeah. 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 You know, I don't know, man. You know, and the, the criticism that I have about, about the offense and I mean, I have a lot of criticism (laughs) about the offense. But, uh, you know, I don't know why Derek always seems to find the secondary receiver. He always uh, looks at the secondary receiver, whether it be, you know, you know, um, oh, hell, um, Zay Jones, Mac Hollins, which and they're and they're fine. They're fine people. They're fine players and all that good stuff. But you just paid Devontae Adams yeah. one hundred and forty million dollars. Get him the damn Not ball. Not just he's Devontae Adams. And he's Devontae Adams. Throw him the ball. Devontae Adams. I don't care. Force it. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Throw it into double coverage. Yeah. That's what he used to Get do him. to Crabtree. That's Get him right. the That's damn. That's what he did until Mari Cooper. Get him the damn ball, man. And Devontae Adams, you talked all offseason about, like, I got three moves for you. If you do this, yeah. I got three more <laughs> yeah. for you, whatever. Do then them. get open. Yeah. yeah. Then get open. Yeah. I don't know what it is because, I, I mean, I don't survey the entire field the way that Derek does on every play. So, I mean, he might be open more, but like Derek, all he looks at Hollins all the time. He yeah. must get to the, to the he, facility early, but <laughs> you know, but First guy like, last guy out. Yeah. But like, dude, like find your guy. But I was listening to McDaniels and it's really hard to listen to him, but listening to his press conference. And when he talks about Devonte Adams, a lot of times he talks like he's the decoy. Like, he's like, yeah, well, you know, if he's being covered or whatever, there's two guys on him. That's why other people need to step up. Like, you need to be talking about Devontae Adams like he's freaking Devontae Adams. Right. Like, he needs to be getting the ball repeatedly. All the time. And honestly, if I'm Derek Carr, I'm saying, F your playbook. I'm throwing it to Devontae. Like, That's what they did in week one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We threw him 900, right. 900 yeah. times. And then yeah. all of a sudden it was like, oh, is, is Derek focusing too much on Devontae because he's trying to show off his best friend yeah, and blah, blah, yeah. blah. But don't swing the pendulum so far the other way. You target him five times right. for three oh, yards. That's yeah. painful. That's yeah. painful. <laughs> Stupid ass Raiders. This is Kevin, the Raider nerd, live at the Oakland Raiders tailgate. Raiders! Raiders! We got, we got Gorilla Rillis. They got uh, Uncle Marsh and Murph. I love you guys. Much love from the black hole, baby. Just win. And you know, because of the stupid-ass defense, we never, and offense, we never got to see these guys much. This Not is Trent Sig, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, the best players on the field Murph, couldn't cook. Swag Jeff and Uncle Marsh. Well, I guess they got himself a win, penalty, baby. though. Yeah, he did. We need to get Daniel Carlson to come one of these. Yeah, we got AJ and Trent. We need to get yeah, the we need trifecta. to get DC too. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's check in with our illustrious head coach on his opening comments. All right, well. Oh, great that start, wasn't, Josh. Uh, <clears throat> oh, you know what? Enough. Let me set this up for you. Did you see this? What happened? No, I didn't see any of it. He goes to the podium 
and starts and literally the lights turn out. Are you serious? I swear to goodness. Yeah, Good. listen to this. He restarts the press con. They literally turn the lights out on McDaniels. Good. Ghetto. All right, well. Obviously, that wasn't uh, <clears throat> good enough. Oh, boy. We'll start over. Obviously, that wasn't good enough in any way, shape, or form. Um, and that's my responsibility. So um, I have to do a much better job of getting ourselves ready to go here. Um, that's that's We're better than that. And, uh, you know, I apologize to Raider Nation for, for that performance. And... Uh, again, I own that. Uh, that's that's my responsibility. So we have to do much better, obviously, uh, in, in every phase of the game uh, to be able to compete with a team like that who's well-coached, has good players. Uh, they obviously came ready to play and um, and did a much better job than we did. So it starts with me, and uh, we're going to work hard, and we're going to fix it. <clears throat> Given the hill that you guys are trying to climb mm -hmm. to get back into this, obviously there's a sense of urgency, but how can something like this happen? Yeah. Um, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna have to figure yeah. that out. Yeah, um, well, I figured out. Uh, there's no shortcut to that. I can't um, listen to this anymore. I, I'm no, sorry. It's, I, it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, yeah, we gotta figure it out. Yeah, just the way he starts it, just like. Yeah. <sighs> oh boy, here we go. Like, terrible. dude. Like, come on, man. That sounds like such chicken yeah. shit. It is chicken shit. It That's is so absolute chicken shit. Fucking yeah. whack. Freaking yeah. whack. Yeah. Sorry. That's sorry. 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 Uh, I mean, that's so. <laughs> <laughs> That's so freaking weak, dude. It is. That's he so sounds weak. He weak. sounds spineless. It's like, so weak. do something. It's week eight, bro. You're the coach. You can't sound like that. No. You're the coach. Like, oh, well, you know, we're just trying to get yeah, better. I don't know. Week. I don't know. We, like, we just got to figure that out. Figure that sounds like me on the podium after a loss. <laughs> I don't know. We got we got to yeah. do something. <laughs> Shit, this sucks. Like, well, like we always say, like, hey, listen, we're not we're not former players or we're not analysts. Not we're not we're not analysts, so we don't. But we're not supposed to know. You, you are. are right. You <laughs> have the playbook. Yeah. Like. This is your freaking job, bro. Oh my gosh. But hey, but the bright side. Just oh, listen to Josh. Thing. He's so oh. encouraging. Oh, no. There's a lot of football left to be played. If there's any uh, big speech to give, um, look, the season's still, uh, again, there's a lot of football still left to be played and coached. Uh, I can't listen to that anymore. <laughs> there is not a lot of football You've left, lost Josh. all the relevant Half football. of your season's over, Jackie. Yes. Halfway through the season. There's, you can't afford, if you lose three more games, you're going to have a losing record. Three games, and you got a crap ton left to play. In that term, in that scope, yes, there is a lot of football left. <laughs> but there ain't that much football left. Like, guess There's what, not. Josh? Our Super Bowl now is beat the Niners, beat the Chiefs. Yeah. That's it. That's all you're playing for. Unless you go on some miraculous freaking run that none of us think would possibly <laughs> exist with this team. Like, give me a freaking break. That whole that, That's the thing. That lackadaisical, laissez-faire approach yeah. to like, oh, we're going to we'll just figure it out. Oh, we've got a lot of football left. No, we don't. Let's have a sense of damn urgency. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. It's the, it, yeah. It's his version of the Eth's on me. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, well, then what are you going to do about it? If it's on you, are you fixing it? Like, are you for real fixing it, or are you just feeding us that line of bullshit? That's a line every of bullshit. Single week? That's what it does, is it comes across as disingenuous, it, doesn't yeah, it, Michelle? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it just sees just like, well, I don't know what we can do. I guess we can just try better next week. Like, you're the coach. You should know exactly what to do, and you should be railing it into your players. Like, and they should be pumped up from what you're telling them. But when you're like, well, you know, we're just trying not to, you know, trying to learn how to not lose. Like, we're just trying, just 
win, yeah. baby. That's it. That's like, it. why aren't I just? I don't. Yeah. I don't. It, well, and if said, and if the and if the messaging is that in the locker room, and you can't oh. espouse that in a press conference, what? Then address that. Yeah. Say, hey, look, we we got after it. Right. We're we're you know we're we're digging in on this. We're doing it together. We know we've got challenges. We're not. We're going to be relentless until we get them figured out. Like we're like give. Some, I don't think he's doing that. I don't. Yeah. I, sound like do, it. What he's doing in that press conference is what he's saying to the players, and that's probably why they're like this guy's. This guy's he's not in. Yeah. I like, think they're blaming it on the players. Uh, he's blaming it on the players. Oh. Yeah. They hey, all are changing hey, the culture. Ca- kiss the rings, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Look at all these I got. What are y'all yeah. done? I know what I'm doing. Y'all right. need to get your stuff together. Yeah. And I don't think that's working. Yeah. The dude, players don't like not, that, dude. Yeah. That's a great call out, yeah. and I've got yeah. some some uh, uh, some sound bites from. Um, from Dave Ziegler's press conference today, which was a rough, rough listen. Um, and I didn't even, I got just a couple quick bites of it, but it's like 12 minutes long. But Jeff, he says in that numerous times, it's an execution problem, mm. which is basically GM talk for it ain't my boy, Josh. Right. It's the guys in the locker room. Right. We know it's not the guys in the locker room. So don't feed us that bullshit. And that's the thing is that like, look, Dave and Josh, like <laughs> Raider Nation is hip enough to know what's going on. Like, and we may not know the exact ins and outs of every detail of every story because we're not inside the walls of Alameda and all that. And I get that. And I and I acquiesce that. That we don't know details around things, but we know what we see. And we know what it's when it's disingenuous. We we know what coach speak is. We know when you're not telling us the full story. So, and if you can't tell us the full story, then tell us that. Yeah. We, we, that I would have so much more respect for the honesty and the forthcoming nature of, look, we're in a mess right now. Yeah. We, we don't know exactly what it is. We're going to get it figured out and we're going to be relentless until we do. That's all we need to hear. Right. Tell us that you freaking are into it. Not this bullshit. Right. Like you're not Belichick. You don't have all those rings as a head coach. You can't just get up there and go, yeah, yeah we're on to Jacksonville. You can't right. do that. Right. You don't have that luxury, Josh. Right. Oh, dang it. Yeah, right. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, um, oh, hell, I forgot what I was going to say. That's okay. Cause I've we got so much more to get to here. Oh, yeah. So next up I've got, um, our, I say this uh, for those of you that are on the audio podcast, finger quoting, our offensive coordinator, Ugh. Mick Lombardi, who, I mean, we hadn't really heard much yeah. from Mick Lombardi, <laughs> and that's probably a good thing because what we heard from him yesterday, I think this was, was not, more shit we're not fans of. And I know we're excited to get on the practice field tomorrow and get better. And, you know, again, you know, when you go through a loss in the NFL, whether it's by one point, 20 points, 50 points, you have to move on because it's a loss and you have to move on to the next opponent because the next opponent's ready to go and they're going to be ready for you. So we're going to do that this week and just keep moving forward. It does too matter how much you lose by. If you go to Arrowhead and you lose by a point or two or three, whatever, that's understandable. When you get your ass handed to you in New Orleans by a dog shit team and can't even put up a point, the third most scoring offense in the league against a 31st ranked defense and you can't score a point? No, dude. That's not no. the same thing. No. You don't Let's, cross the 50 till there's three minutes yeah, three left, minutes in, the left in the game. Like, you don't touch the quarterback once. I don't, I yeah. don't think... He got touched one time. I, if I remember correctly, I don't think, I don't so. think I don't they barely. Think, maybe got, maybe Chandler some got pressure. Close I don't one, know. I think, yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah. But like, you no, know, no, no, no. That's that's 
asinine is yeah. what that is. Absolutely. Well, and you know, and you watch that game and you see all that kind of stuff. Uh, and this was the point that I was trying to say before. Like, you know, like we've been talking all year long about these like piss poor like sidelines and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, tons. Yeah, it, it's. I think it's coaching now. Yeah, it's coaching. Yeah. You know, because if they're getting fed, well, it's execution problems. Why could, Why didn't you hit that guy? Why didn't you do this? Why mm. didn't you do that? You know, I've called the right play. I know mm. that play. I've seen the play work a hundred times. Oh. Well, no one wants to hear that. No Player, one wants to damn it. Players player, don't want to hear that. Players don't want to hear that. Yeah, that's no, right. You know what I mean? No. So they're going to be like, okay, well, I'm just going to get my ass shoot every time I, yeah. you know, don't make a play or something like that because apparently it's on me. Apparently it's all my fault. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. So. so <laughs> Let's check in with the other the, the next member of the dynamic duo here. Let's check in with uh, uh, Dave Ziegler when he's confronted Paul about called, Paul called them Cheech and Chong, and they were <laughs> and he says and they're holding hands under the desk. <laughs> yeah, but uh, hey, but hey. we like Cheech and Chong. That's right. Yeah, don't cuss Cheech and Chong like yeah. that. <laughs> Put some respect on their Put names, some Paul. Respect on there. Come on, Paul. All right. So let's. Uh, <laughs> Frankie says, "Who the f is Mick Lombardi?" Yeah, that's our offensive uh, coordinator. Well, go, go. Go, go figure. Uh, America 1776 is love the show, oh. Murph. Go Raiders. Hey, man, we love you, America, and we appreciate uh, <laughs> uh, appreciate your uh, support there for sure. All right, let next. Uh, okay, let's go to Dave, and he's uh, asked about urgency. Turn that may, may contribute to a kind of lack of urgency, like people are you know, looking at looking at long term more than maybe a, a quicker. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think so. I think. You know, every game, it, it, it's also unique. I'd say, like, to, to, to that question, like, the game against New Orleans in particular, I thought it was a little bit of an anomaly of how we've played up to this point. I mean, we've been competitive um, in every game. Every game's been tight. The games that we've won have been tight up to a certain point. We, we pulled away there against Houston, maybe at the end after the interception, but all those games have been tight. And I think, you know, you're going to, and Josh mentioned it, we've been a part of them. You're going to have some of those outlier games where it's just, you know, you're just, you come away with a lot of questions and, and a lot of whys, but you also can't overreact to that um, because it is one game in, in, in a long season. And- I can't do that anymore. All right, <sighs> so yes, it's one game in a long season, but again, I go back to context. Where was that game on the schedule? What had happened prior? Or, and this is the thing. So, okay, so if he's saying, well, we've been in every game so far. Okay, well, then why against a bad football team was it so decisive of a loss? Like, right, yeah. if that's not alarming to you, Dave, then I'm saying, again, that's the stuff that I say. Like, if we as Raider Nation, like, we can recognize that, right, Jeff? Like, it's not, like, yeah. don't feed us a line of shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you have urgency at this point? I mean, you know, you get your ass spanked like that year. I'd be like, whoa, like, something ain't working. Like, we got to fix this shit tonight. Like, yes, whoa. Yes, yes, 100%. Yeah. Hundred percent. All right, so let's go. Uh, let's go back to Dave here, and this is where. All right, this is Dave. Dave kind of lost me on this one. This is. I'm not out on Dave Ziegler. He's got a lot. He's gonna be our GM for a long, long time, and and I'll support him because he's our GM. Um, but and and we might meet him next month at Belenikov. So <laughs> I don't want to take too much of a run at him. But he did kind of lo- listening. Yeah, that's right. true. He did kind of lose me on these comments. Bringing the veteran guy, talk about competition. Why not bring a veteran guy in to compete for a spot at that point? Yeah, um, you know, like I mentioned, we always look at different ways to improve the team, and but it has to make sense too. It has to make sense from a contractual standpoint. It has to make sense, um, and I'm not talking about a specific player, but it has to make sense in terms of how they're going to fit into the locker room culture, um, and, and it has to also fit in terms of um, performance. 
and what it looks like on tape. And, and so we've evaluated, evaluated all those things. A player that you watched on tape in, in 2021, um, you know, and, and what they look like in 2000, well, I'm talking about a veteran player, what they look like in 2020, what they look like in 2019, are you acquiring a player at that time that you feel is like is going in the right direction? Um, you know, do you feel like you're bringing in a player that's going to fit into the culture and that's really going to improve the team? And at the end of the day, um, I think our offensive line has, um, has grown in, into um, a unit that's been that that needs to improve that needs to continue to improve that's been fairly consistent. I don't think the offensive line would, I would pinpoint that as as a major problem. What? That's like in Billy Madison when that guy gives that answer. Like he just sounds like he's throwing out phrases that he's heard other coaches say. Like it, yeah. that was asked. That was so stupid. Like and it doesn't make any sense. Like that. We went in a circle and didn't make any. We didn't land. Like, we're not. Are we watching we're, the same football? Offensive right. line? Like, right. what? Yeah. We, he, it, like, yes, we've been good in the run game, oh, but he's like, gosh. oh, you know, we could be better in pass protection. You think? Could you, could yeah, you no think? kidding, right? No kidding, right? Well, and you bring in veteran guys to help to, with right. the culture. That's exactly right. You bring Bingo. in guys like that to help build a culture for some of these young guys. Oh. So you're not going to bring in guys like that because, well, are they trending in the right direction? Well, they're 35, 36 years old. They're <laughs> veterans. What, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, what, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, going to yeah. sign them to a six-year deal, right. you jackass? No, you're bringing them in for just like a little bit to kind of help some of these young guys. Do and uh, Richie right. Incognito. Exactly totally, right. totally. Yeah. And he played, what, three games for the Raiders? Yeah. yeah. You know, and collected a paycheck for two seasons. Yeah, but what did he but, do? You know what? He, he held, held that. Yeah, yes. Amen. Right. Amen. Jeez, oh, Pete. Oh, this boy. guy's a dumbass, he's too. A, yeah, I don't uh, know about him now. issues in pass protection <laughs> at times. Well, yeah, and, and, and you can watch every game, and there's times where the quarterback's getting sacked, whether it's, you know, a coverage-based thing, whether it's, a you know, um, an offensive line thing. And so I just felt like at the well, end because of the Matt day, Collins wasn't um, open. to answer your question specifically, I didn't think that there was a player out there that was going to be um, really upgrade our offensive line <laughs> for the cost Yikes. of doing business. That's sad. Oh, my gosh. All right, so so here's what – so if you listen to the entirety of this interview, so just in that clip, we heard him mention the culture like twice. Yeah. If you listen to the whole thing, the whole interview, I'll bet you he says something about building or redefining or whatever in reference to changing the culture. I'll bet you he says it eight times. Mm. And by the time we got to the end of it, this is the only thing that I can think of. <laughs> Build a culture here that – Culture. Again. Say culture again. I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say culture one more goddamn time. Culture here. <laughs> yeah. Stop yeah. it. Seriously. Yeah. Stop it. You know, Dave. Th th all this talk about changing culture, changing culture, changing culture. Donning the shield is a culture in That's its own. Right. Amen. So yeah. if this ain't going to turn into the Las Vegas McDaniels, Honestly. it ain't going to turn into the Las Vegas Zigglers. Like, dude, remember where you're at, man. Yeah. That's a but great And if point. I'm Mark Davis, I'm a little offended that you're trying to change so much of what Ooh, great call has out, been Michelle. established. Like. That's going to – why would you bring someone in like that that's going to – I would be offended if I was Mark Davis. I'm like, with – that's a great point. And, heck, you never know. That may be some of the comments oh, that, yeah, are, true. That, that, that Mark has for him for sure. All right, so uh, rounding this thing out with these freaking <laughs> – and we'll say we'll, – we'll take off the Derek Carr comments there. We'll just do the uh, – the, Good. The, we know what they said. We know, we, we know what he said. It's all on him. <laughs> it's, on him. it's all on him. It's all on him. Um, We're going to do better. So let's, uh, let's check in with – and let's uh, – Listen, I, I think if there was a move to be made, 
uh, on, on the staff, it's it's letting go of of uh, of Patrick Graham. Yeah, um, yes. We've got Rob Ryan in house, who's a former defensive coordinator. We've got people that could take that role uh, over, um, but you know, for whatever reason, he's still lingering around. But listen to this, and I just I titled this because <laughs> like, I keep all the little titles on here so I can remember what these guys have said. All I wrote on this one was. <laughs> I, I think, you know, what we do is, I think I spoke about it earlier, you know, all opportunities are earned in, on the practice field. And so, you know, again, whether it's age, youth, or, you know, experience is just really trying to put together what we think is best for that week. But, you know, the guys that will be out on the field are the guys that, you know, we say are trying that earned in practice. And that's really the process that we go through here. So, again, I can't speak for the – when we got here, the roster, you know, the guy – I mean, again, is we got we got good players here and we got to figure out a way to, get, you know, make sure that they're um, – I got to make sure I'm putting them in the right spots and we got to get some – we got to get – obviously have to execute at a higher level and, you know, it all starts with me. Pat, obviously I'm not going to ask you to give me the game plan, but you guys have got to get more pressure. I think you would agree on that with a quarterback – so now do you have to look into your bag of tricks? Maybe it's some things you haven't done. Do you have to look at new ways of creating it? I'm, I, I think, you know, obviously, you know, when, um, you know, when you look at it, you know, two and five and we got, we got to find some ways to create more pressure. We got, we got to find ways to just, you know, help the team win. You know, that's the biggest part, you know, that's the biggest thing, you know, I'm not concerned about numbers in terms of pressure or anything like that is how can we affect the quarter? That's where he lost me. Yeah. That's, That's where he lost Same, same, right? You better be concerned yeah. about that. Like, why, why would you, like, you should be concerned about the stats. Yes, I understand the concept of, like, get the get the quarterback off base, get him uncomfortable, force him into bad throws. But, like, but don't you want your best player, the guy that you brought in to sack the quarterback, don't you want him on the stat sheet? Yeah. That was, it's almost kind of like. sacking the quarterback. And we've been loving on Basachi tonight, but that was almost like when he said, oh, well, the score on the, the, oh, on the scoreboard right. isn't that important. Yeah, that was right. rough. No, it kind of is. is. Yeah. At the pro level, like it's kind of a big deal how many points you score. It's kind of a big deal when you pay Chandler Jones all this freaking money, who's a sack specialist, the idea that he doesn't have any sacks. Oh my God. He's also sounds just like McDaniels. Like, yes. Oh, well, Bingo. I mean, yep. He know, almost had the best. We he can. almost had to catch himself. I I heard right there. in one of his things there, he kept saying about the players being in the right oh, positions yes, and stuff. And yeah. so he started saying that. And then he goes, I mean, uh, I, I got to make sure they're in the right, in the right place, spot right, or whatever. Yeah. Like, uh, like uh, he had to yeah. catch himself too. I yeah. think this whole coaching staff might have a, you know, I'm they're, telling you, they're feeling like themselves. They think they highly, they more highly themselves. of themselves. Yeah. Sure. You said it. Yeah. Kiss the rings. Yeah. 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 One of you guys yeah. said that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that's, yeah. that was on point. All right. So the other thing I took away from that was that, to me, it sounded like Patrick might have been getting after the sauce a little bit. Oh, I mean, oh, not. Yeah. A, I mean, we're yeah. getting after the sauce tonight sure. here in the fan yeah, cave. We I'm, it's not, we're, sure. not, we're not judging. But when you get after it a little bit too much, sometimes it comes across in a press conference. And so... I think that I keep wanting to call him Paul Gunther because I'm looking yeah, down at the same. screen. It says PG. Um, I I think Patrick Graham before this press conference might have been tailgating too much. Uh -oh. <laughs> I, I think you know, obviously you know when um, you know when you look at it, you know two and five, and we got we got to find some ways to create more pressure. We got we got to find ways to just. You know, 
help the team win. You know, that's the biggest part. You know, that's the biggest thing. You know, you're not concerned about numbers in terms of pressure or anything like that. It's how can we affect the quarterback more? How can we create negative plays? And, I mean, does it mean involve going into the bag of tricks? Sometimes, and, I mean, again, we're right now, but – Sometimes it's just, you know, trying to see if we could do some stuff better. But, I mean, all, we're open for all things right now. So, in terms of just, you know, that's that's a normal week of preparation. That was him literally shitting the bed. Yeah, yeah. That didn't oh. sound much different than the first one. <laughs> right. oh, uh-uh. Same, same. <laughs> Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. <laughs> he's fired, he's thrown. It is. I appreciate all of you hanging in there with us. What's going to be a long show here uh, for Raiders Fan Radio. And uh, are you guys good if we go like 30 past the hour? Oh, sure, yeah. Okay. So we'll probably have like a two and a half hour show. Not a three hour show, but a two and a half hour (laughs) show. Um, So a lot of laughter in there in the chat room. Appreciate you all very much. Uh, Atticus B. Rockin says, dude, is that the real audio or is that slowed down? (laughs) No, it was the real audio. It was real. It was was real. 100% real. No, I slowed down and then I pitch it back up so we could, uh, it sounds like they're drunk. Uh, which uh, let's see what else, and then uh, Atticus Brock also said, dude is plastered. <laughs> uh, uh, Jesus says no more for that guy. Um, <laughs> Daniel says, "Geez, Graham, tipping the bottle is our job." <laughs> Wait, what was the, was one about the meat? Oh, uh, oh Ron Maderator says those farts have more meat than the Raider defense. Nah, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's the truth. Ah, no too kidding. Funny. So appreciate you all. Appreciate Raphael. Appreciate Frankie Gord. Uh, Aaron and Q-Dog Raider, Franklin83, uh, Julian Cardenas is in there, uh, Tyrone Graves, Trinidad, what's up, Trin? Uh, Daniel, Ebony, Jesus, Jesus, uh, Atticus be rocking, Eli is in there, appreciate you, Eli, Rogue Code, Raider Zach, uh, so many of our good friends are in there tonight, the Raider Critique, uh, Raider Nation 510, uh, Al's Ghost is in there, the Ghost of Al Davis is in there, how about that? Oh. And so appreciate you all. Uh, Jay is in there, Raider Gears and Threads. Frank Fior, uh, he says we have been finessed. Uh, It certainly felt like it. It does feel like that. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, Let's see who else. I missed someone else in there. Oh, Just Lift says, uh, what's up, Nation? Uh, What's up, Just Lift? Um, Appreciate you joining us. Yoshi is also in there. Raider Zach. Oh, my gosh. We got a we got so many. A, we got we got a full house tonight. We yeah, appreciate we you very much. So you could join yeah. us on the YouTube's at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio each and every week at 4 p.m. Pacific, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, and you can check in with the best chat room in all of sports. Or you could contact the show uh, a couple other different ways. Sure. One, you can call us at 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Or you can email us. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Get your pens ready. Get a, yes. Yeah. Okay, yep. Michelle, you got yours? Uh huh. I'm ready. Okay. It's S. Okay. H. Uh huh. Wait, slow down. All right. Okay. O. All right. W. All right, got a show at RaidersFanRadio.com, that incredibly inventive email address. Yes, that's, that's show, solid. Show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Uh, and send us an email. We love to hear your emails. We, lo- we, we love, love your, to hear them. We love your voicemails, yeah. and we've got We some, love to read them. We love to read them. Well, you guys love to read them because, <laughs> yeah, because I, I, don't, I don't read them so good. No, you don't read them so good. No. Well, neither do I, but I still do it. Well, when you're, when, when, you're, when, <laughs> when Uncle Beam hasn't stung your tongue, yeah. then you read them just fine. Yeah. But, uh, Hell, but, yeah. I still kind of have a hard time sober doing yeah. this shit. <laughs> I know Reed's so good. There we go. There you go, Reed's so good. Today, Junior. That's right. You got so mad at me when I did that to you that one time. You remember that? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? from Billy Madison? Yeah, it's funny when we talk about it now, but when I'm for real on the struggle bus, I'm like, all right, jackass. All right, so we've got some great emails from Stacy, Silver Black, Mac, T. Hom, and of course the man that holds it down in Shropshire, Mississippi. Paul, uh, who do we got? To, who's got him first? That's me. All right, get it, Swago. That is me, uh, Murph Swago Capo, the Shropshire Scribe. Paul, 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 uh, the gone but never forgotten little Murph cousin Sonny, and now Mosh. Oh, little Murph is over on the, on yeah. the, on the ship. Yeah, you go. He's commandeering That's Michelle's right. pirate ship. That's yeah. right. Yes, but let me finally say hello to Michelle Swear. The nation welcomes you all. <laughs> Yeah. What in the holy living crap in the freaking suckhole did we just see? What? Car needs a Zoom call with TB12 before the phone is shut off. Uh, how to read an option route. Car, get some red ass and and flex flex tour five on he's death under your bent and freaking t- I'm reading. This, this. is Stacy Ruff right yeah. 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 And freaking tell the coach what works for you before Tay tells you this is not what he signed up for. This Just email sponsored by Jameson's. Which, yeah. Well, and you'll see that. You'll see that. Uh, so now my last call, I felt bad. I missed a perfect pitch for Woodson whiskey. So I ordered oh, it. Okay. Two bottles. One got me through the bye week, but I'm saving the second for a playoff run whenever that happens. Woodson whiskey. Drink smarter, not harder. Ah, that hit nice, the mark. Stacey. There you go. Uh, to all you fans uh, batching and crying. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Act like this is not your first season as a Raider fan. It's Ew. a life choice, not a fandom. Once a Raider, always a Raider. And that goes for the fans as well. Strap up and or get off the wagon. When this team gets its shit together, it's going to be more glorious than anything you've ever seen. Stay thirsty. Huh? Stacy Rough Raider, proud main man, faithful listener, frequent emailer, seldom caller. Hey, <laughs> nice job, Stacy yeah, Rough Raider. Absolutely. Oh, wow. And he sent a picture with it. So he was all geared up and ready for Halloween. Oh, nice. And so there you go. Oh, there yeah. you go. That's cool, man. That's, that's awesome, great. man. So I don't know if the, I don't know if that's a full glass of Woodson whiskey or whether it's Jameson, but uh, but You're yeah, either, it's, he's 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 that's tip, like, he's working on the sauce. That's that's four fingers with some spaces <laughs> yeah, in there. Yeah, no kidding. Say, man. That that's, is a glass. that's legit. That's, dude. A, that's a healthy <laughs> glass yeah. of whiskey there. Good yeah. for you, Stacy. <laughs> All right, who we got next? Next, oh, we got silver and black back. That's okay. Me. All right, salute RFR, salute nation. It seems that coach that coach lost the locker room. Not sure if it was related to Waller not playing. They played with disgust, the lack of effort to execute poor play calling. After preseason, the over-under for wins was at 8.5 for the Raiders, starting to see why. Again, poor play calling and execution stunts the growth of the team. Everyone is happy on Tuesday, payday. Should be the same on Sunday, game day. There shouldn't be confusion to satisfy the coach or to simply make a play. Positive play execution is infectious. Mark must have told the coach to apologize to the nation, F-U-C-K, that we want Ws. (laughs) Our captains need to right the ship. 
We need dogs, not pups. Straight up. Oh, let's That's go. That's true. We have street stalkers that walk that green mile. Still waiting for this team to play like predators, not prey. Players in pads playing with pads. Come on, fellas. Coach, stop overthinking football. My Raider flag will always fly, waiting for the silver and black to attack. Salutations from the silver and black Mac. Raiders! Raiders! Nice job. Nice job, silver and black Mac. He's got good emails. He does. He does. I feel like we're just starting hearing from him this year, too. Yeah, those are good. Those are good. All right, who's, uh, next up, we got T-Hom. Mm-hmm, that's me. That's you. All right. Hello, RFR family. Yes, I'm pissed like everyone else, but I want to shed some relative perspective on the current state of affairs. No, the season is not lost. In fact, if you think back, we're in the middle of Gruden's first year back when he was still trying to figure things out. And yes, oh. I believe we will get more than four wins this year. Since 2003, 3-3... Three, three, Wait, three, is that optimism? I think that was a little optimism. Wow, I was okay. felt weird reading it. Like, <laughs> I, my tongue got like... It was weird. I, I wasn't sure what I was feeling, but yeah, I think it was optimism. <laughs> Since 2003, <laughs> three... <laughs> That's pretty damn funny. <laughs> three, three things have held the Raiders back. The first of these is consistency, which starts with coaches. Al, Al started with the rapid firing of coaches right after the Super Bowl in 2003 as his health rapidly declined. Many people forgot that he sold a 20% stake of the team in 2008 so he could spend freely on players, but that also didn't work. As he neared the end of his life, Al was looking for the quick fix in the NFL that rarely happens. The second thing that has hampered the organization was the lack of a quality stadium and quality facilities. Well, the team has that now, and I think it's no shock that the Raiders were back in the playoffs within two years after moving to Vegas. Now, players want to play here and coaches want to coach here. But the third and perhaps most important thing has been the evaluation of talent and the consistent performances of players on the field. This year's team has all the talent to match up with any team in the NFL, but while the Raiders have talent, what they don't have is a team. A true team doesn't let happen what happened last Sunday. Let's see if they respond or simply cash that check for another week. McDaniels wasn't my choice, but you can't jettison him right now. The organization has wasted the best years of Derek Carr, and now I think this year will be his last with the Raiders. Josh Jacobs has been the man, but he will get a large contract somewhere else at the end of the season. All of us will continue to scratch our heads and think what might have been if the higher-ups had just invested more on both the offensive and defensive lines. Let's see how many wins we can pile up, how many playoff aspirations of other teams that we can wreck, and how we can continue to wave the proud flag of the best fan base on the planet. For the team that will rise again, your faithful servant, T-Hom. Hey! Nice, nice job, T-Hom. You know what? I can appreciate yeah, a little optimism. Yeah. I, Why yeah, not? Yeah, that's nice. It felt good reading that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you Take go. Yeah. With me. There you go. Well, now I got Paul, so back to your regular, <laughs> regularly scheduled sad sack. Okay. Uh, evening, everyone. Hope you're all well. Well, at least we all know where we stand now. No more false hope. No more if we win this or if we can do that. In terms of achievement, the season is over. Gone like tears in the rain. <laughs> sad music. Yeah. Sad music. I'm, I'm, I should have had this sad. I'll get. I'll get it ready. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday was a low point. No fight. No spirit. No leadership. The stats are horrific. But one thing that boils my piss more than anything. Well, I was going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. <laughs> sad sack. <laughs> is not making it to the Saints half for 58 minutes. Oof. How is that possible? The whole lot of them were a disgrace to the shield. The Raider Nation that spent their money to watch the game should be reimbursed by the organization. I've watched the NFL for a long time now, and it's been a while since I've seen a Raider team look that confused and beaten. We're in week eight, and we just, uh, we've just we just been blown away by Dennis Allen and Andy Dalton, and we're going to have to discuss, and we're having discussed the preseason. 
It's painful and embarrassing to say the least. I've been calm and respectful with my criticism this year, but not anymore. I was in a foul mood on Monday morning, doors slamming, one-word answers to questions, that kind of thing. People quickly learned to stay out of my way. This is one of the best rosters we've had in a long time, and it's being made to look like a dysfunctional embarrassment. That's the hard part. Yeah. No one person can be held responsible for a win or loss, and that applies to Sunday's shit show as well. However, Sunday was a culmination of things that we've, that's been going wrong since week one. There are numerous things that need addressing, too many for one email, but I know where my starting point would be. There's enough talent on the roster to work with, but the system is too confusing. And how long are we having to wait for people to get the grip on things? Why try and force players into a system that doesn't suit them? Why not find a system that works with what you've already got until the players around you change? That's what the big talk is now, is that why are they trying to force these players into that system? There you go. We're like under, again, to go back to Rich, and to go under Greg Olson, they formed their offensive strategies and even defensively. Absolutely. Of course, there's poor execution by players, but who's coaching them? Who's preparing them all week? Who's confusing them? (laughs) Who's monitoring the other areas of the coaching staff that are underperforming? Ask yourself all those questions, and you'll come up with the same name. There's more harm being done than good right now. These kinds of performances happen when a coach has lost the respect of the locker room. The players don't look up to him. They don't respect him, and they sure as hell don't understand what he's trying to achieve. Any positive things that are happening right now, in spite of McDaniels, it's because it's in spite of McDaniels, not because of him. Here's an example. Derek Carr was quoted on Sunday saying he wants to see more urgency in practices and team meetings. McDaniels is 10 months into his job, eight weeks into the season, and there's no urgency in practice or team meetings? Bad coaching and lack of leadership right there. I guarantee you now that Mike Shanahan, Dennis Allen, Norv Turner, and Lane Kiffin would do better than that squad of players, and I'd give my left nut for Jack Del Rio or John Gruden over this fool. (laughs) If anyone tells me that we're watching what we're watching is progression, then I don't know what to tell you. Mark Davis has said that Josh McDaniels will be the coach for years to come. Wrong answer, Mark. The NFL isn't going to sit around and wait for us to catch up with the rest. We haven't got an endless amount of time to wait. It's just not the way things work. McDaniel should be fired. He's no head coach. Get an interim in place till the end of the year, and then someone get some. Then get someone in with a football brain, not just a coffee boy for Bill Belichick. Mm. Ooh, wow. dang, Paul! Yeah. Mark Davis is trying to be a winner in Las Vegas, a town where failure is a four-letter word. If a, if this useless idiot stays much longer, then we'll set, we'll be set back for years. And if we stick with this because of some blind notion that it might work and allow a coach like Sean Payton to go somewhere else, then I'll question Mark Davis as well. I haven't watched any post game interviews because I know it'll be full of the "it's on me, it's yeah. unacceptable, we have to work harder to improve." Well, they can shove that patronizing horseshit as well. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the the defense was in a bad position most of the time, and Patrick Graham didn't cover himself in any glory again. Uh, but most of our money has been poured into the offense, and we didn't get into their half until the 58th minute of the game. Who the hell does that? And McDaniels is supposed to be this big offensive guru. The guy's a turd. The, he needs to go ASAP. It's suppo- And just supposing he stays, this group will be dismantled and get the players he wants into his system. That could take two draft classes, and if that's uh, and that's if they all work out. 
I'd much rather get rid of this fraud and get an experienced coach in that and that can make the most of what he's already got and then, and then add to it in April. That way, torches and pitchforks are out, man. Totally. <laughs> that way, we stand a chance of competing straight away and not becoming the Detroit Lions of the AFC. I'm more happy to be proved wrong about this, but I'll tell you now, there's there's more chance of me becoming the next mayor of Paris, Tony Bennett doing a <laughs> duet album with Public Enemy and NWA, or Tom Brady having li- <laughs> having to live on rice and beans. <laughs> <laughs> I've still I've got plenty to say about Derek Carr as well, but I guess I'll just save that for another day. I'm gonna go lie down. <laughs> Stay Fine. safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Pauly Award winner 2019 and 2022, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler Scorekeeper, Proud Made Man, five time, five time, five time, times two winner of the Raiders Fan oh! Radio, BRT Sizzler Award. Yeah! There it is. Five times times nice. two. There you go. That's ten times for those of you who are keeping That's track. Right. Paul, 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 Great Paul. job, Paul. Paul, 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 Paul. Hello. Paul. Paul. I met him with Paul. Who? Paul. Paul. Yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. Ron's saying, <laughs> because Paul mentioned that he would cut his nut off, and Ron says, <laughs> what's the nut exchange rate? That's like .84 US nuts, right? That's yes. Paul or Ron. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Too good, guys. Too good. <laughs> I uh, appreciate you all, Raider Nation. Michelle, who do we got there in the chat room before we... All right, we, here uh, we go. We, we got yeah. Capo, Unholy Holy Roller, Raider Frankie. Um, Ebony's in there. Jay's in there. Yoshi, Franklin83, Paul. Paul? <laughs> Tyrone. Oh, I said Ebony. Ron, Esteban, um, Raider Critique. Everybody's in there. Everybody's- Al's Ghost. Yeah, you know he's going to hang with us. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Appreciate Cody you. Thompson. Cody, cool, Cody, 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 Cody. Cody's in there. Cool Cody. Good deal, man. We appreciate Tyga. you all uh, checking in tonight with us for sure, everybody in the chat room tonight. Uh, so we mentioned you could join us in the chat room. We mentioned you could join us via the email. You can also call the show. And if we call the and if you call the show and we play your voicemail three times or more, uh, you become a made man or a made woman. And we've got a new made man to get to tonight. Ooh. Uh, and, uh, so if you, and you can email us an indefinite amount of times, there's no set number on that, but if you do that, you can become made that way as well. And, uh, so anyways, let's get jump into these calls and, uh, but to kick off this segment is, uh, it's our captain. Sure. Of course. Aaron, the Q dog Raider, because every crew needs a captain. We call him the capo and he always kicks off the segment and does an amazing job. Capo's calls are always great. This one was one of my favorites. Okay. Greetings, Dahmer, Swag Jeff, on the boss, Sonny, I saw it on the sizzle. Big Raider Trucker, Mojo for the Universe Beast, Ramon the Mean King, Wild Raider, Chuck Spider, Emma Anthony, and Eber Nation, Ron the Mater Raider. Nation, Derek Carr put up just 101 pass yards with no touchdowns and interception and three happy-footed sacks during the shutout against those Saints. Now, after the game, DC4, in typical fashion, um, said the uh, performance was embarrassing. Uh, he went on to say that we learned a lot today, and you, I guess the proverbial you, I suspect, um, hope that that's the, the last time that, you know, we get shut out. Brass tax, folks. DC4 is looking washed up these days. What little pocket presence he had evaporated. I mean, he's missing receivers. He doesn't target DA17 like he needs to. 
He's inaccurate on long sideline passes, and I think he's had a pass caught by DA-17 that was overturned in almost three straight games now. Now, none of this corny humility, his wit, his piety can conceal the fact that, you know, his act is worn thin to the nation. There are fewer excuses that hold up for him. I mean, his supporters are even realizing that DC-4 is not the guy to take the Raiders to the next level, let alone return to the playoffs. Playoffs? Let's just win another game. DC4 said, uh, no one's going to give you anything in this league. And I think um, we as a whole are learning that. Well, no crap. We as a nation have learned that you, sir, are a fraud. Big Raider Trucker has pointed out repeatedly that after eight seasons, at what point is it not everyone else's fault? DC4 is the problem. Um, I've been saying for years, DC4 is not a leader. That is my pet peeve. Full stop. Um Preserving a 22-point lead at home against a midget and his merry band of red and white, you know, troops, I mean, that requires leadership. When a game went into overtime, pull it out. That required leadership. Being up 10 points on the road at halftime against Kansas City required leadership. Completing a two-point conversion to force <laughs> overtime in Nashville required leadership. Fourth down and goal to go from the 14-yard line during a wild card game on the road for the first time in many years required leadership mm. instead of a panicked 12-yard checkdown pass in the coverage that ended our season last year. As captain of a storied NFL team that often struggles with early matchup games on the road, I don't see D.C. Carr going from position group to position group, a la Brady, Manning, Marino, or Montana, to ensure that the team is ready to handle their business. I mean, they played the Saints, bruh. I mean, not the 2009 Super Bowl champion Saints, but the 2022 otherwise doormat Saints who played without three of their top players, man. Who, who the hell is following Carr in the battle? I mean, would you uh, want DC4 as your wingman in a fight? Joey Bosa, that, that long-nosed fool, I mean, <laughs> he said it best. Carr is soft. He folds when he gets hit. Now, he got in his feelings behind that statement, but, it, hey, Bosa was right. The Saints kept effectively rushing four down linemen, not not blitzing, but just rushing the four guys that, you know, just line up as you go, as you would have them, and they consistently got to D.C. 4. I mean, it was very evident that D.C. 4's mama mentality rolled down his legs like a little schoolboy waiting online to use the trough at the old Coliseum. I mean, Anyone with a shred of leadership experience by now realizes what I do. This guy is a fraud. Now, let's talk about this. I mean, I, I might be stammering a little bit because, you know, too many negative thoughts are rushing before my mouth can actually articulate this mess. Derek Carr is athletic, but he doesn't scramble. I mean, he can make all the throws, but he can't consistently hit the absolute best core of receivers he's ever been presented with as a Raider. I mean, Here's my take on recent criticism about the Raiders' passing game. Two-time NFL head coach Josh McDaniels, who still can't manage situational football, has been criticized for the simple pass game concepts and the route trees for the receivers. Now, I'm of the opinion that uh, McDaniels might actually be taking a bullet for DC4 in that regard. The passing game may have actually been dumbed down for Carter to, to even operate at this point of his career. And DC4 is failing, bruh. I mean, he's failing. Let's hope that we can unload him to the Colts like I've been predicting for many seasons now so that he can brood and sulk on 
their bitch whenever, you know, their team faces adversity instead of doing it on ours. Raider Nation needs Ken Stabler, not Ned Flanders. The Raiders, they were shut out in New Orleans yet again Sunday and yielded only 183 yards and, and put up the goose egg. It sucked. But don't just take my word for it. Hall of Fame wide receiver and Mr. Raider Tim Brown is looking for answers too, bro. I mean, he went to Twitter saying, hey, something's wrong over there. And I agree yeah. with it. Let me get refocused. I, I misquoted Mr. Raider. He types, all I can say is something ain't right. Now, back to business. You know, I've read a few articles suggesting that Josh Jacobs, while a good player, would be a risky gamble for the Raiders to retain and extend him after the season, citing age, injury history, and the team basically moving on from J.J. for other backs in the future. Las Vegas made some risky gambles in the past and should learn from them, extending Renfro and Waller, for instance. And, you know, if, if there's any chance of stringing together wins, I think it will all depend on the legs of Josh Jacobs and not the arm of D.C. 4. So let's go ahead and lock that dude down. Now, Dave Ziegler and the Raiders' front office failed to make any moves yesterday at the trade deadline. Perplexing, but the Las Vegas Review-Journal posted an online poll to gauge the reactions of Raider Nation accordingly. And not surprisingly, the nation overwhelmingly had one-sided reactions to the live poll that was posted by the Review-Journal. And, and these two words came up the most, angry, numb. 75% of Raider Nation said they were angry or numb. I'm starting to fall into the numb camp, to be honest with you, because once you've been embarrassed this much by the team that you love so much, I'm starting to sound like Sonny now, but <laughs> what what more can they do? I mean, I, I feel like Splatterhead. I, I only got two days off a week. Why would I devote any more Sundays to this outfit? But question, who is the Raiders' opponent for their final game at the Oakland Alameda Coliseum, Coliseum December 15, 2019? Answer, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Let's see if we can exact just a little bit of revenge, can we? Now, silver linings. Douchebag for life, Daniel Snyder, has apparently agreed in principle to put up the Washington Commanders, what a damn nickname, and put them up for sale. <laughs> Bank of America is going to orchestrate the sale through the NFL. It's a long damn time coming. I'm glad it's happened. The hit list, the whole damn team. Prove me wrong. Rude. There we go. There he is, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raiders. Great call. Greg call and you know what? And he puts the whole team on the hit list, and I agree. Absolutely, like yeah. like he said, like prove us wrong. Like give us a reason to be wrong. Yeah. Give us a reason to to show that our faith was, you know, or lack thereof was misguided or misplaced. You totally. know what I mean? Absolutely, totally, absolutely. So good stuff there from Capo, and appreciate you, my friend, and everything you do for us here at Raiders Fan Radio and and for the One Nation Foundation. Aaron does a lot to help contribute to that, and we yes. appreciate him very very much. Uh, aside from just his friendship, he's become a great friend of ours. And, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, so thank you again, Aaron. All right, let's get into the rest of the calls. Uh, let's check in first with our buddy up in Idaho. He is Raider Rue. Oh, well, look at this, Raider Nation. It's six minutes to go in the fourth quarter, down 24 nothing, And we haven't run a single play in the Saints territory. Oh, this is Raider Rue, by the way. The 31st-ranked defense, we haven't run one play in the Saints' territory at this point. Um, when your quarterback is the highest-played player on the team and you can't rely on him to make a play, if the running game isn't carrying the offense, you have a quarterback problem. Yes, 
the defense is absolutely horrible too. Our defense, I hate, I hate Paul Gunther, and guess what? I hate Patrick Graham too. But <laughs> we absolutely have a quarterback problem. He's not the guy. He's a good dude. He's not the man. The quarterback position. Great person to lean on in times of crisis. Not a good football leader. We have a lot of changes to be made, and quarterback needs to be one of them. It doesn't guarantee things get better if we move on from him, but it guarantees that it doesn't if we don't. Oh, problem, Good not line. part of the solution. Thing is, this is a three-year window for these guys, so we're probably going to stick with him more. And maybe I am completely wrong. I hope I am, but he can't make a play. You can't rely on him when the running game doesn't carry the offense. That's a problem. That's a big problem. I hope they figure it out. Mm. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you, Raider Room, man. Great call. Yeah. That's a really good sentiment. Like, you know, yep. doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to be better, but we already know what we got now. And I think that's where, like, this whole – because now the sentiment is really starting to brew. We talked about it before on this show a while ago, but it's really starting to come out now. The Silver and Black Today guys are talking mm-hmm. about it a lot. Like, is it just time right. for Derek to move on for him and for us? Yeah. Like, just to get that fresh start. You see it so many times that, that veteran yep. quarterbacks will move on to another team yep. and, and find success somewhere else. You look at Matt Stafford. Yeah. You know I what mean, I mean? The, yeah. bag, the baggage that he's collected over these, what, nine years or whatever. Like, I mean, I think he's a good quarterback. Like, and But I think the his inconsistency is what makes it, like, so gross it, because – I think about we just talked about how he was scrambling in the Texans game and like making plays yeah. and, like, and <laughs> dropping back and running out, and then this game he's just like, it's like and it's, just collapses and and I'm like, what happened? Why? What? I mean, did they reel him in? Like it just really feels like, for lack of a better term, that this team's been castrated. Like and they're like strength and they're all of their different strengths have been reeled in and they're not being allowed to do the things that they are good at. Like it just feels, oh, it just feels really bad. The yeah. whole team, it just, but yeah, I, it, it, I do think it's time. And I like Derek Carr and I've always been an apologist almost, Yeah, but I'm like for him, dude, get the, out of here, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like what you. I like what you said there because you said that you know he he was doing all that yeah. scrambling and making plays and doing all that stuff. I wonder if the coaching staff maybe said, "Hey, man, don't do so much of that. Yeah. You know, that's not really our game. That's not right. what we want to do." Because look at who he coached for almost his entire coaching career right. was Tom Brady, who was that you know you know in the pocket, mm-hmm. not going to scramble around. He's precise and he yeah. can do these things. But running but he around, also coached and, Cam Newton too. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean. True. Like, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean. And guess what? It didn't work. Uh, that's oh, well, true. That's and true. it didn't <laughs> work. That's a good point. That's true. You know, that's a good point. Well, you know, there's a lot of talk now too about how, you know, that these guys are the ultimate system guys, and they want players to plug into their system. Our yeah. good friend Ron the Materator, when he emailed Silver and Black today and and won their email segment, his oh, question yeah. was: Is jo- uh, Josh McDaniels's offense? So complicated and so rigid that it robbed Hunter Renfro of what he does best, which is yeah. create. Like yeah. there was a compromise that got that came between Gruden and Renfro that was because Gruden was all about the system and his offense and all that too. But they came to a compromise where it was like, you just get to the spot. You get to the spot at the time that you need to be in the spot. However you get there, I don't care what you do. Right. Run all them funky double, triple yeah. routes, do whatever the hell you got to do, Hunter, but get to the spot for Derek to find you. I have a feeling like, like, and you guys are saying, and it's a great point that if they're being reined back in, 
Are they telling Derek, don't get out of the pocket, don't get anything crazy outside the pocket? Telling Renfro, I don't don't improvise, run yeah. this. And is and is that hampering the team? Again, Maybe. give us a reason to be wrong right. because as of right now, all we can do is speculate. Right. And yeah. and when you leave us to speculation, we're gonna come up with all this yeah. stuff. And he's yeah. MIA. Hunter Renfro is, yeah. is nowhere yeah. to be found. Yeah. You know, his game has been destroyed. It has, yeah. Awful. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and, and you know, and then here you go though. Is it injury? Right. You know, Derek supposedly now has this back injury. We know Waller's been hurt. So it's like, I never want to evaluate players that are hurt because right. it, look, it impacts the game. But here's the thing too, like Derek, if you were hurt or that banged up, then why were you out there? Right. I, yeah. I, I, well, I love the warrior mentality yeah. and the gritted the grittiness and the get out there. And but like, don't pick and choose your warrior mentality. Yeah. Well, that's either have it or don't, or have don't it. have it. And, and, and if you as can't, a warrior, you know when you can produce and when you can't and step back, if you can't and like let Jared Stidham go in there or whatever, else, cause right. it ain't, we're not crossing. We like you said, we, we hadn't crossed the 50 until Jared yeah. Stidham got in in garbage time. And that's not because Jared Stidham no, did anything right, fantastic, yeah. but if you're hurt, and the team isn't productive, pull yourself out. Yeah. Pull yourself yeah. out, man. Anyways, yep. all right. <laughs> <sighs> Let's go to the positive side of Raider life. Oh, yes. Let's check in with our new friend, our new, uh, uh, I would say coworker, like our new uh, partner. He's our new yeah. partner. We'll say this. He's our new partner uh, in the One Nation Foundation, and he is CPA Joel and his young son, who I believe is Aww. four. Uh, his name is Ron. Yes. Hey, Murph and Swag Jeff. This is Joel and... Uh-huh. And we are finishing up the Raiders and Saints game. And how did the Raiders make you feel, Ro? Sad. Why? <laughs> how how much? Really sad. Okay, that's really sad. Yeah. What do you think about uh, Josh McDaniels? Stinky. Stinky. And Derek Carr? <laughs> what do you say? Stinky. Stinky. Our offense needs to figure it out, guys. It's, it's just it, I I can't I don't even know what to say. Go Raiders, I guess. Uh, hopefully next season's better. <laughs> <laughs> yes. CPA Joel. The amount of times we've heard, go Raiders, I guess. Like, in I so know, many right? calls yeah. that we've had, like, go Raiders, I guess. Uh, I guess that's our new, like, go Raiders, I guess. I love Paul in the chat. Stinky, that was so cute. <laughs> Paul says, see what you've done, Raiders? Think about the children. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, next up, let's check in with uh, a new friend of the show. Love it when we get new callers. And this is a brand new caller to the show. And this might be one of my favorite names or name, favorite handles we've ever had. Let's welcome to the show Animal Mother. This is uh, Animal Mother calling in from the 909 from Upland. And uh, I got to say, I've seen some bad stuff in the war, but I've never seen the type of play calling that Josh McDipshit <laughs> put out this game. What a tragedy. What a disaster. Outcoached, outplayed, out everything. Can't believe it. I would repeatedly slam my arm in a car door. I'd rather do that <laughs> than can deal with this guy anymore. Give the ball to Jacobs. What's so hard about that? What is so hard? What is so difficult about that? It's terrible. It's heartbreaking. It's killing me. Love you guys. Love the nation. Go Raiders. 
Hey, there he is, Animal Mother. Nice. That's nice. Love it. That's a good one. Love it. Good first call. Yeah. That's a heck of a first call. Uh, keep them coming, Animal Mother. All right, uh, next on the list, I forgot to put it in the rundown, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, add into your to your list there, Mrs. O.G. Daniel. Oh. So this is O.G. Daniels we know from Chronicles of the Black Hole. Uh, subscribe to his channel if you don't. And uh, let's check in with his uh, lovely bride here. Hey, Merv. Swag and Michelle. It's Mrs. O.G., Chronicles of the Black Hole. Well, that didn't go as planned. We did have a plan, right? I'm really trying not to land on the sea of Pendejos, but what the fuck was that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> of course, and of course, another no, woman dropped the F bomb in this Daniels place. Play calling with <laughs> ass, it. like watching a circus of horrors. <sighs> I gotta go now. Gotta stop O.G. from committing sepulchre with a butter knife. <laughs> <laughs> He's been impersonating Michelle all game and mumbling, so much for a dynasty. <laughs> I could say go writers, but it would sound too much like, let's ride. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. <laughs> this is OG Daniel with the F-bomb. I don't know how I missed that one. Good stuff. Yeah, that was, so yeah, was a good one. You didn't expect it. It yeah, was a very yeah. sweet F-bomb, yeah, too. Yeah, 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 that was a good one. All right, next up, let's check in with our buddy down in New Mexico. He is Raider Jesus. Hey, everybody, this is me, Jesus Alvarez. Um, man, I just watched the Raiders and Saints game on the radio, and um, fuck, just sucks. Anyway, um, is it over? Is our season over or what, man? To quote the, that dude, James Blue, Jim Belushi, uh, it ain't over till we say it's over. Was it over when the, when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? <laughs> Anyway, um, uh, love it. I just want to make a public uh, service announcement. Um, got a gambling problem? No problem. Double down on the next bait. Let's go into the to the playoffs. Um, anyway, excuse me, y'all. I suffer from a speech impediment. Uh, so, oh man, anyway, you're what, doing what's fine. Happening with that? What's happening with the ladies? I don't know. I can't call it. Is it is it Von Davis? Is it is it is it McDaniel's? Is it you know the general manager? Is it? I don't know. What's going on? Are we tanking? I hope we're not tanking. What the, what the hell? Anyway, this, this is a little, if we don't win another game, except for the Kansas City game, we beat those months, we win against his KCs and it'll be okay. And that's all I want for Christmas. Anyway, I'll leave you all with this. Amen. Rick and Brett before you check the truth. Boom, blah! Raiders! Raiders! Raw, raw, raw! <laughs> Saludos a toda la familia nation. I'm out. Hey! Nice. Hey, Jesus. Love it. Great call. Great call. Ron is so funny. Okay, so I said that we're just sad sacking because I think Miz is a little upset because he yeah. thinks we're angry. And he said angry sacking. And Ron said Chandler Jones just calls it sad blank. <laughs> no sacking. <laughs> There's no sacking in his vocabulary. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's uh, and funny. And it's true. Oh my gosh, that's funny! All right, so Raider Jesus called back. Oh, cool. okay, and okay, and so I made an executive decision. Okay, uh, so you got to call the show three times uh, to to become made, and you got to call three separate times. Mm -hmm. Can't call back to back three times or back to back to back, whatever, whatever. Um, but so Raider Jesus called once before. Mm -hmm. This was the second call, but. He saw us, and not saw us, but he met us yeah. at our live event that we did for our tailgate. And mm -hmm. the guy drove from New Mexico yeah, to freaking Tennessee and to go to the game and to hang out with us at our tailgate. Also, this awesome Hunter Renfro picture oh, yeah. that's behind me here in the fan cave. 
Um, he drew, that's an original oil on board. And that's a print of it that I have back there. I still need to send him his copy because I made oh. <laughs> I made two prints of it, one for me and one for uh, for Jesus. And so I need to send that to you, my friend. It's literally in my car in the same roll-up tube, <laughs> and it's been there for probably six months. And I'm such an ass because the fulfillment department around here sucks. But anyway, so he's he's created art for the fan cave. He's met us live at tailgates. He's now calling the show. Yes, it was only technically the second time, but dude, you're the next made man here at Raiders Fan Radio. Yes. Hey, Raiders fan, Radio, Raider Nation, I love you all. Um, I forgot to say one thing or two or three. Uh, anyway, um, shit, the only thing that doesn't suck with the Raiders is the fans. We kick ass all Amen. the time. Amen. That's right. Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing that doesn't suck. And uh, may all Raider fa- I'm sorry, may all Raider haters die of gonorrhea and go to hell forever. What a fuck, <laughs> <what>, man, huh? <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, let the black and fire sucker kiss. Boom, boom. Raiders, Raiders, rah, rah, rah. You are Jeez. Wow. Too good, too good. Ooh, love it. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, <laughs> then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts. All right, there he nice. is. Next May man, Raider Jesus. Congratulations, Welcome to the my table, friend. my friend. Welcome to the table. Right on. All right, so speaking of the table, uh, we've got uh, some made men and made women at the table. And so, oh, by the way, uh, Mrs. OG Daniel, call us back. I think she, yeah. is that her second call? I think so. I think that's her second call. One more time, Mrs. OG Daniel, and you could be the next made woman. Uh, but I think one of the most recent made women we've had is PSP Raiderette. Yeah. So let's check in with PSP. And she's amazing. She's all, and like we all were, yeah. all in her feelings <laughs> post game. You're going to have to um, honestly. This is PSP Raiderette, by the way. And honestly, I need you to probably get ready to bleep because mm-hmm. I got some shit to say. <laughs> this is some motherfucking bullshit. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? How do you not score a fucking touchdown in a game of a team who has a worse record than you? This is some motherfucking bullshit. <laughs> this is, we got... Car and Adams, who's supposed to be the golden fucking boys in the NFL? They've been bragging about them for the longest. You know what? I'm done. I'm done. I don't care. You know what? I'm a Raider. That whole um the the, the therapy session was very helpful. Once again, I want to say it was very helpful, and I appreciate that. And um, you know what? I'm going to be a Raider because I'm a Raider, not because of the team. Because the team. Suck ass. <laughs> t- the, the team sucks stinky fucking ass. I'm donkey ass, but I hate saying donkey ass because it reminds me of the fucking Broncos. But I don't even fucking care right now. This team sucks 
fucking donkey ass. You suck. Get your fucking shit together. Y'all got all the fucking tools to do this Man. better than you're doing it, and you look at like punks. They, they, they suck. 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 <laughs> but I'm still a raider. That's right. I'm going to be a raider. Always going to be a raider. Raider for life. No matter what. Raider till I die. You know what? I said 12 and 5, and I know for God, God, good goodness. <laughs> well, we're not going to get no 12 and 5, but goodness, please don't shit the bed anymore that you've done it before. Please don't shit the bed anymore. Please, please, please. I hope they don't shit the bed anymore. Because I can't do this. I can't do this anymore. It's hurtful. It hurts my chest. It hurts my heart. I'm at work screaming at customers. Leave me alone while I'm watching the game or listening to the game while I'm working. Okay. But you know what? Still a Raider. Always a Raider. Hey, man. There you go. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. There you go. so funny. This team sucks donkey ass. <laughs> so great. I know. Good guy. Good guy. <laughs> Just <laughs> We all felt that. Yep. We all felt that. Yep. Oh my gosh. I love it. Ron says this is the calm rational take you don't get on social media. <laughs> never. Oh my that gosh. Great. great call, PSP Raider Red. That was awesome, that man. Was. That was awesome. Excellent job. All right, next up, let's head down to Alabama and check in with our buddy Josh in the seven oh three. Hey fam. Ouch. Really all I can say about that shit last night or yesterday. That was bad, man. As a whole team collapsed. I'm already seeing everything. Hey, we need to get rid of car. He's a problem. Fire everybody and get ready to tank. I never understood that tanking shit, man. Like, why would you actively root for your team to lose? Amen. Like, I just don't get it. Mm. Nowhere in me is there like, yeah, hey, let's lose and hope we get something better. You're sacrificing your pride on the hopes that you improve because what if you do that and you're losers and then you don't get better amen man great take i don't know man (laughs) it's five in the morning i'm on my way to work i'm decked out and ready to gear i don't give a damn got my hoodie on got my scully got my my raider coffee cup I'm about to eat a bunch of shit full, but I don't care, man. Raider Nation, we bow down to nobody. That's right. Let's go. Right. Put your little fingers in the sky. <laughs> Hoist the colors, you fuckers. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Lord. Oh, That's right. <laughs> you have to get in that shot, Trevor Lord. Love it. Good calls tonight, huh? Yeah, they're good. Yeah. They're, they're good. good. Y'all crushed it tonight, man. Awesome, awesome stuff, Raider Nation. All right, next up, let's go down to Houston, Texas. Check in with our good buddy. Uh, we call him the Historian, and he is Houston Raiders Steve. Murph, Murph, Swag, Jeff, Nation. Houston Raiders Steve, I just want to say how much I enjoyed meeting you all in Nashville and uh, Friends for Life, and uh, it was really awesome. I just also wanted to say, even though we were shut out 24 to nothing, it was great being in New Orleans and being out there out in front of Dave and Buster's uh, about 9.30 in the morning on Sunday. Everybody all got together, picked that place to meet up, and we all walked in nation. It was a sea of humanity. We were all yelling, Raiders, Raiders, over and over again. 
we were so loud, and all the Saints fans were looking at us like, what the heck is going on? Man, that's the big part of the reason why I'm a Raider fan is the Raider family, the Raider Nation, the friendships, the lifelong friendships. That is what keeps us going, irrelevant of what the score is on the scoreboard. I always tell people, they say, um, why are you a Raiders fan? And I said, well, how come you're not a Raiders fan? You know, this is my DNA. will be till the day they put me in my coffin, and even probably in the afterlife. But, you know, that's the reason why it's, it's the family, it's the friendship, it's just it's the whole camaraderie. The, the, the game is just, uh, I, you know, the, the cherry on the Sunday. That's a real reason. Uh, you know, it's, it's the, we win every tailgate. That's just the way it is. So hang in there, everybody. We know there's a lot of problems on both sides of the ball. Well, we, we second guess. We get upset. We get mad. We get pissed off. We get happy. We go through the whole gamut of emotions. It's kind of like a, a marriage or relationship. Not every day it's, it's surf and turf. Sometimes it's mac and cheese and spam. <laughs> we're always there. This is what our team needs us the most. I love you all, nation. My Raider family for life. Hang in there. God bless and goodbye. Ah, uh, there he is. Houston Raiders, Steve. Nice job, my friend. Great call. All right, one last one to get to. Let's head up to Jersey, and uh, let's check in with our good friend. Uh, he is Rev Raider. What's going on, Murph? Uncle Mosh with the jersey and the rafters. Young Swaggo, Michelle Sweat. This Rev Raider calling from Jersey. Man, all I can say about this team, man, they was on the struggle bus trying to drive from the back seat near the emergency exit. I feel like that drill sergeant in, in full metal jackets. What the fuck was that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. They were terrible. You know, and all facets to the game, you know, and everybody played a part. I know there's some people out there emotional that want to point fingers here and there. It was a terrible look. Everybody played a part in that butt whooping, mm-hmm. you know. And it comes to a point where, we have to think about a sense of pride and a sense of manhood. Now, that should have started prior to the game. You know, earlier in the week in an interview, they were interviewing Alvin Kamara, and he said, you know, like, about the game, he said, oh, we're going to whoop their ass. Yeah, he now, did. He called yeah, it. If that was me in that position, I'm checking receipts because yep. I need to make sure that he pays for that. Amen. And that's the mind frame going into that game. Mm. But this dude, he stood true to his word and whooped our ass. He did. Couldn't get off the field on third down, couldn't stay on the field on third down. It was terrible. Defense still getting smoked over the middle. I, terrible, you know. And Josh McDaniels, you need to either figure out the better wrinkles in that jet sweep or retire it. <laughs> Here's an idea. On third and one, they're expecting Devontae Adams coming across, so they're expecting Josh Jacobs. Why not give it to Jakob Johnson up the middle? Love there it. You go. Still running the ball. Just saying. You know, and I can appreciate him apologizing to the Raiders fans in the interviews and stuff like that, but I need more fire out of him, mm-hmm. especially in the interviews. Absolutely. You know, and one thing that burns my britches is the try, try, try thing. In the illustrious words of the good green guy, the Master Yoda, do or do not, there is no try. Amen, right. brother. You know? right. And so playtime's over, boy, like Shonuff used to say in The Last Dragon. You know, we can <laughs> stop saying that it's a long season. Now nah, I don't want to hear that. You pissed mm-hmm. that away with all your losses. Uh-huh. There's no right. room for error. There's no room for loss like that. Mm-hmm. 
So it's time to man up, you know. Put your money where your mouth is, since everybody's saying you're overpaid. Put your money where your mouth is. Ball out, you know. Get your get your dicks out the dirt. Excuse my, <laughs> you know. We got to do this thing. I still believe in this team, but we got to do what we need to do to survive. Love y'all. Peace. Ah, oh, there he nice. is, Red Raider. Fantastic. We love you too, Red Raider. Man, that was an awesome call. That was a great call. You know they're a good one, and we had a, a ton of great yeah. calls tonight. That's not to rob any any of the other calls, but the points that he made weren't stuff that even we even talked about tonight. That's yeah, right. like we've yeah. had a lot of discussion around yeah. all this stuff, and those some of those points that he made were were just were fantastic and yeah. and, and fresh. Good those were fresh stuff. opinions, and I hadn't heard that stuff on any social media either, uh-huh. or from analysts or journalists other. So that was yeah. that was great, man. Good stuff there from Rev Raider. All right, great so. One. We uh, we award a Sizzler Award to the best emailer or phone caller of the night. And Swag Jeff, who do we have tonight? Yeah, of course. Yeah, we started with some great emails. Uh, Stacy Ruff, uh, Silver and Black Mac, T-Hom, and Paul. And then, uh, yeah, oh. great emails from all four of them. Uh, then, of course, we kicked it off with the Capo. Uh, amazing call. His good calls stuff. are always yeah. good, but yeah. it was, yeah, it was re- really solid this week, and I appreciate him uh, uh, bringing my name up on the list. <laughs> what? You've yeah. moved up. Yeah, I oh, moved up oh, on, the, oh, on oh, his yeah. list. Normally, on I'm like 14 oh, in his, yeah, yeah, his yeah, call-outs, yeah, and right, I huh, got yeah. moved up to two. And Michelle got called out yeah. on a few tonight, too, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I yeah. actually can go back to Rev's call. I love how he said, Uncle Mosh, Jersey in the rafters. Heck yeah. I yeah, love that, man. That makes me want to put an Uncle Mosh jersey up or something. You know what I mean? We, yeah, yeah, we might could do that. We might should do yeah. that. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, and then uh, Raider Rue, who says, we have a quarterback problem. Uh, CPA Joel and, uh, and Ronan uh, calling in. Uh, great call there. Uh, making him feel so stinky. Cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah so ab- absolutely. Right, absolutely. Animal Mother <laughs> called in, said he'd rather slam his, uh, his arm into the door of his car than deal with Mick Dumbass. Uh, yeah, Raider Jesus called in, said all he wants for Christmas is to beat Kansas City and all Raider haters can die of gonorrhea. Uh, P- <laughs> P- <laughs> and rot in hell. And for rot in hell. Yeah. Don't forget that part. <laughs> if, if dying of gonorrhea wasn't bad if enough. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, PSP Raiderette was just basically one solid bleep. And yeah, and says uh, Raider for life, not because of the team, though. Uh, Josh and Josh in the 703 says, ouch. Don't root for your team to tank, though. And man, F Trevor Lawrence. Um, Mrs. OG Daniel called in and said, was there a plan? Was there a plan for that game at all? And there was an no, F bomb, but there was an F bomb. It was the best. It was place a good, F-bomb. sweet F bomb nice. yeah, for sure, was... absolutely. Respect and then, from Michelle for that F bomb. Absolutely. So Houston Raiders, <laughs> you're Steve, the F bomb aficionado. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'm gonna that's respect her, that's those. That's her job title. That's <laughs> oh my gosh, F bomb connoisseur. That's, yeah. that's me. That's me. F bomb connoisseur. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What's what's sommelier? Yes, you're the F bomb sommelier. Oh, that's me. I'll do that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, that's so funny. Uh, Houston Raider Steve, who was at the game this weekend, uh, but Raider Nation just keeps us going despite everything. Uh, Rev Raider with an amazing call says the team's on the struggle bus. No one's playing good. All that stuff. Uh, so tonight I'm, I'm doing something a little bit different oh. uh, because because I couldn't pick. 
I couldn't pick, so I'm going to give out two Sizzlers tonight. So, uh, so oh, the, yeah. I like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so the first Sizzler of the night, I'm giving it to our buddy CPA Joel's son, Ronan. Oh, hey, yeah. Who said yeah. McDaniels is stinky. He and is. Uh, Yeah, and then, and then of course, uh, some of the other call uh, takes that he did uh, said that Kamara should have paid for his call out. <laughs> and uh, everyone needs to get their D out of the dirt. You know what I yes, mean? So, uh, so also a Sizzler goes to uh, Rev Raider. Oh, Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. From the Walking Dead to Aaron Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Play better. Hollins. Throw it to Mac Hollins, but throw it to Devontae first. Throw it to Devontae. Please, please. <laughs> yeah. uh, real quick, before we get into the, to the, to the, to the lighter exit of this, um, I do want to send up um, much prayers and much thought yes. uh, to the Graves' family. Uh, Miss Ebony Graves in there in the chat room. Uh, she put up a, a super chat, but that's the, the um, and thank you for that. But uh, but more importantly, uh, a, a message rest in peace to her little cousin Dominique, who they laid to rest this last weekend, who was a victim of domestic violence. Yeah. Um, and so um, and so again, our hearts go out Absolutely. to you and your family first and foremost. But then also too, I would like to um, use this opportunity to mention that when you do give donations, so that ten dollars that Ebony gives and this amazing five figured check that we're going to give to the Bolitnikovs. That's what it's going That's towards right. is is sanctuary and rehabilitative services for young women that are at risk of domestic violence and substance abuse. That is something that has always been to the three of us in this room and, and of our extended family, something that's Absolutely. near and dear to our hearts. And I, I hate that we have a, a real world example right here in our chat yeah. room of that and, and, the, and the tragic nature of that. So well, just, and also please, too, Michelle, this is he was male. And so it was his because she had messaged me about it. Oh, and okay. His yeah, she yeah, she messaged my wife too. Yeah, had oh. killed him. And so I want to. Oh, please! Just thank you for that clarification. Reiterate yeah. that it can happen to men as well. You know, like domestic violence is so rampant, and sometimes you kind of forget that it can also happen to a, okay. a, a male. You know, yeah. and so. Um, I think it's important to remember that they should also be able to speak out. And, and I think this it's a sad, it's so sad. I've been praying for mm-hmm. Ebony since she messaged us, but it's its something to really think about because I think a lot of times they don't get the coverage, you know, that sure, women sure. do. So yeah. I, I think it's okay. um, it's an it's an important thing to to point out. Okay. All right. Thank praying you for, for that, you, Ebony. Yeah, love you. Absolutely. We love you guys no. so yeah, much. much love. Yeah. 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 Absolutely hate to hear that. Yeah. All right. Um so appreciate all of you joining us here tonight. Raiders fan Raiders. So as as hey, as I mentioned, you guys raised ten thousand dollars. You raised ten thousand so dollars Raider Nation. So good. Ten G's that you guys raised for the One Nation Foundation, and we give 100% of that money to the Bolitnikovs. We're going to look forward to giving that to them in December. So thank you to all of your amazing, relentless support, all of your support on social media, all your subscriptions. And even for those of you that can't support the show monetarily, 
just hit the thumbs up, hit the right. subscribe button on the YouTube, on the audio versions of the podcast, anywhere you can find a podcast, uh, you can you can you can find us. You can ask your internet connected device. Um, go to any audio service and just and just check out Raiders Fan Radio. And we appreciate the love and support that you give us there. That's the most important thing uh, outside yes. of the mon- uh, monetization because we can raise more money by advertising, and right. we and we and we're starting to really see some significant uh, revenue generated there with advertising. So just supporting the show is is the, the the most important thing. And then of course we we really appreciate your monetary donations as well. And now I'm going to shut up and I'm going to send it over to Jeff's best friend and yours, Michelle, right. to take us on out of here. Yeah, honestly, man, listen, Raider Nation. One of the things that I noticed across the board is that Raider Nation showed up and showed out, and regardless of what the team does, Raider Nation always wins. So that's that's that's, that's what we take away from this. Go Raider Nation. Raider Nation is undefeated. That's right, yep. undefeated. Yep, Ab- abso- right. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And thanks Love everyone. You guys. At, thanks everyone in the chat. Tighter Raider, yeah. uh, Obi Wan Cannoli, right there. Uh, Ra- Raider, Raider critique, Rev Raider. Uh, my dad's girlfriend Melissa's in there. Says hello, y'all from Mount Pleasant. So, oh yeah. So, so hey there, oh, Mo- nice. hey there, hey there Melissa. Melissa. Yeah. Um, Ron the Materator's in there. Raider critique, Ebony Graves, uh, Franklin eighty three, Aaron the Q Dog Raider, Rev Raiders in there. Uh, Ron the Materator holding it down. I think I might have said that a bunch of times. But uh, <laughs> but but hey, thanks so much and congratulations to uh, to Ronan and to Rev. Raider for this week's Sizzler yes. Awards. Yes. Great call. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Welcome to the table, Jesus. Raider Jesus, Jesus. at the, hey, at the table, the table man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus is always at the table. You know what I'm saying? Nobody uh, else with the Jesus. Nobody, that's no. it. That, that's it. Hey, thanks everyone for listening uh, to Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey that's into right. the dark side. Don't forget, everyone, what happens in Vegas is started in Oakland. Damn right. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> See you. Bye. Good night, YouTube. Goodbye. Keep your head up. (laughs) Keep wearing that shield, bro. That's right. Okay. (laughs) Go Raiders, I guess. (laughs) I guess so. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.